some of them. You're wasting all your time and money on models. Paint what you have. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Model Club TV episode 42. Forty-two. I've been dreading this episode <laughs> forever. Forty-two. So we made it this far. This might be the last one. We'll see. We'll see Jason has a problem with this number. For those of you who know me, this shirt is from the famous Lance Woods. He gave it to me at Wonderfest a few years back um, because I am cursed by the number forty-two. Uh, I see I, it wherever I go. Hold on. And yep. What do you mean cursed? Cursed. I see it when I don't want to see it, and it scares me. Hey, so what does it do to you? Does it do anything know. to you? No, it's port. I think it's portellings. Portents. Portelling. Portelling. Portents. I, I sometimes get the number at Portillo's. You do, and then you send me the freaking ticket. Because <laughs> I know it bothers you. So anyway, here we are. Episode... Is, now that you've done it, every time I see the number. Yeah, see, I'm spreading the joy. I notice it. But see, it doesn't freak me out. Yeah, it freaks me Because I'm normal. Freaks me okay. out. Although, I think I finally figured out the message. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let me guess. It's a secret calling to traveling bondage. No. No. Okay. Well, that would have been my first. So I've been seeing it forever. Forever. And I'm like, okay, maybe mm-hmm. something's going to happen to me when I get to be 42. And you know what happened? Do tell. That's, this was five years ago. Uh-oh. I met my lovely Jamie. Who none so of us maybe, have ever met. You know, you're not, you don't allow her in the room or nothing. So no, she's never coming on here. You yell at her. if She's too loud. Yeah, I gotta, yeah, gotta, yeah. Gotta knock her out. Gotta show her some, so show her some tough love once in a while. She would so kick your ass. Gotta dot that eye. Anyway, happy international women's day. <laughs> anyway. Scott, so I saw an interesting thing. What'd you see? Now I'll piss off a bunch of our listeners. So, <laughs> really? Like you haven't done that before. <laughs> so there was a commercial on the other day. Uh-oh. And it, this was like, it just blew me away. The irony of what they said. Uh-huh. So they said, help us celebrate National Woman's Day oh, here all we go. month. All month. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, day. Well, wait a it's minute. It's a day. It's a day. You okay. can't celebrate it all month if it's a so, day. You can't celebrate a day for a month. No, that, you can't. That'd be like saying, then it's technically a let's month. Let's celebrate Thanksgiving the whole month. Well, let's have turkey. Every if you look around this country, day. there's some people that do celebrate it all year. So, anyway, so I just thought I, I got a kick out of that just that we're going to celebrate a day for a whole month. Direct all hate and, mail towards Scott Johansson. Right. And as long as we're talking about days, I want everyone to look up what March 12th is. Is it March 12th or March 14th? I don't know. What is that? Oh, there's Steak and Blowjob Day. Okay, so let's... Uh... Is that Valentine's it's the, Day? It's the male answer to Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. It's in the Urban this. Dictionary, so, right. <laughs> you know. There you go. I didn't make that up. Okay, uh... I just want to say, look it up. I didn't make it up. I'm not saying it should be a real day. But I wouldn't mind celebrating it all month. So, so okay, <laughs> okay, we're changing subjects real quick. Um, we had a uh, viewer email uh, me asking you specifically 
I'll leave them. Oh boy. Leave their name out of this just in case. <laughs> no, no, let's give it up. So on your movie hatred, they want to know if you hate John Candy. Oh! You really want to know? Oh no! Real what? No! There are roles that John Candy's had that I I, I have thought were pretty funny. Um, there's your answer. There's okay, your answer, now, sir. I wouldn't say the movies necessarily were great. Uh huh. But there were aspects of the role that's funny. Like I think it was Uncle Buck when he said, "Here's a quarter. Go of that." thing gnawed off your face or something <laughs> um i did enjoy the first national lampoon vacation movie even though it's it's the kind of movie that i would probably hate most likely but when he was the security guard at wally world that was kind of fun and my favorite john candy line of all time okay you ready now you ready for this in the blues brothers when uh <laughs> They fly into, he's in the backseat of the state trooper and they fly into the back of the semi. And he, uh, he just kind of like so nonchalantly says, uh, Hey, uh, can I see the radio? And uh, what car number are we? And they go, Five, five. And they, yeah, this is car 55. We're in a truck. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I don't know why, but that line just always, well, see, you don't me. hate him that Okay. All right. We're in a truck. So, no, I don't hate John Candy. All right. There were things John Candy did that I thought were funny. Like, I'm not saying all his movies were great. No, Trains, planes, and no. automobiles was kind of crazy. Was, I loved it, but there's some that weren't great. But they're you know the great outdoors. There's good parts in there. So anyway, no, I don't okay. hate John Candy. All right, all right. You see any other movies? Man, I thought I did, but maybe well, I didn't. speaking of movies. Jason gets movie shamed this episode. Stay tuned. Big time. Big time. For, for, with our, uh, Lace Lee is our guest this episode. And I, I think Scott found a, a new boyfriend because they oh, like sure all did. the. Wait till you hear one or two yeah. of the movies Jason they, hasn't They seen. like all okay. the same stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I got movie shamed. So stay tuned for that. Um, and all I'm going to say about it is Jason got shamed. If, if you look at any list of the top. 10 movies of all time okay the one movie that jason will admit to not seeing is always it's always on there in that list. and i think always that's kind of why I'm, five like, or ten it's always okay. been on my list to like sit down and watch it and i'm like i kind of don't want to so that i can say that i've never seen it. see this is you just yeah. you're i'm a contrarian no reason yes yes, yes. you're a contrarian <laughs> contrarian is that a good is that a word that's a word contrarian uh i saw one movie called hellbender which you wouldn't appreciate uh on shutter it is a very low budget made by a family that's about like some witches and it wasn't what i was expecting but it wasn't terrible so other than that the only thing i've been watching is like live streams from ukraine i should have my wife come on this section of the show because she watches a lot of yeah she does watch most of the same stuff um Terrible stuff. Although I did finish Cobra Kai. Have you finished Cobra Kai yet? Not. We have not. So We've we had too much going on. Okay. Uh, all right. Giveaways. Giveaways. So before we do that, <laughs> I just want to go on record as saying that prior to recording, <laughs> Jason told me he got three hand jobs, and I was like, in one day. So um, 
yeah, I, I don't think that, um, yeah, maybe that wasn't the best way to get it. Yeah, that's great. I'm sure whoever wins that is going to want it now. Okay. You don't want to know where this thing's been. <laughs> yeah. For the person who commented on me stroking my beard. Yes. There, there you, you go. go. And I have like, no beard. Yeah. Look at that. It's like the ASMR, but for, for beards. Anyway. Um, I tell you my nun joke. Oh, here. Oh, let's keep going with annoying, offending everyone. No, you can't put this on the air. Oh, no, it's gone. Go ahead. How do you get a nun pregnant? Yeah, we can't put that on. I know. I knew you couldn't. All right. We we cannot play that punchline. If you would like to know the punchline, message (laughs) Scott Johansson. Hey, you know why all altar boys have their hair parted down the middle? All right, so uh, first of all, we missed something huge. We have good news and bad news. What do you want first? I don't know. What do we miss huge? I'll tell you. What Good news or bad news? Pick. Give me the bad news first. The buttons are broke this episode. Oh, yeah. There was that had an nothing update. to do with me. There was an update with OBS, which is one of the programs we use, and I can't use any of my buttons. So if you're wondering where the buttons are, and I'm sure everyone is, <laughs> they're not working this episode. They're broken. I'm sure they're sitting on the edge of their seat. I know. So then Where's Scott, the buttons? ask Where's for the, the good buttons? news. The good news? The good news is we have hit 500 subscribers. Over. Yeah. We are 501 until after this episode. And that <laughs> we probably sent some people the other way. But as of right now, 501 subscribers. I am blown away. So first, thank you to everybody that got us this far. I can't believe we have two people that watch this show, let alone 501. So seriously, thank you. Everyone who has supported this show from the beginning. Um, we truly appreciate it. And we, we plan hey, to keep doing it. I appreciate it. the people that are coming on now and catching up. Yeah, that too. You just found it now or didn't want to deal with us for a while or you skipped through some of them and watched a couple here and there. Whatever. We love you all the same. But thank hey, you to everyone. And remember to hit that like button. Yes, please hit the like button. Please. And hit the subscribe button if you are not subscribed. Uh, it, it really does help us. We got to try and get to a thousand so I could buy us new cameras and microphones at some point. But I like my camera. You know, I don't. But I need better lighting, I think. Yeah, that too. That's on the list. Because all my shirts look gray. They are all gray. What are you talking about? Oh, sorry. Yeah. All right. So the giveaway. We have the two original giveaways, which was our Ariel, the Little Mermaid, with the little, the, the, the dent sale. We have mm-hmm. the hand. But the same person who's the mystery donor sent us, I think I just flashed my address. I got a lock that out that's right i give it out anyone that wants yeah. it <laughs> message me son of a bitch so i haven't even opened this box yet and it came a couple days ago i've been you know wanting to i'm like no i'll open it live here and see what's in this box so we may be adding something to the giveaway sorry about the missing or broken parts in my first mermaid shipment hopefully better packing this time around will have taken care of that problem the missing and broken pieces to the Naughty Mermaid are enclosed as well. More giveaways. 
There is a Godzilla and Gamera pair. They are small but incredibly detailed for some appreciative kaiju fan. Also enclosed is a set of three bigger kaiju heads, including Godzilla, Gamera, and Rodan. I encourage other listeners who have unbuilt kits lying around or extra room on the bill plate to send in giveaway submissions of their own. Just be sure you have the artist's rights to do so if you are printing. The mystery donor. Uh-oh, dude. Could this get cool? There go the parts again. Yeah, I know. There I'm going to lose parts. parts. Oh, look at this. Each, mer- each mermaid part is perfectly... Oh, dude. So, you know what? You know what? I want to keep this for myself. <laughs> but I can't. So, I just found some... Oh, my God. I got to go through this. Okay. So, here's the thing. Oh, dude. That's God's. We're, we have some cool stuff next time. But, so here's what I'm going to do. We had one person that asked for, the, asked for the mermaid. One person stepped up to the table. And that person who put their name in the comments, I'm not going to put it here, it's in the comments from the last episode. You're getting this, okay? You're getting the fixed one, the repaired one. Our mystery donor, thank you so much for this. I will go through the other stuff and figure out the giveaway for next episode. All right. Maybe you should open boxes before we go in the air. No, I like this. This was cool. I like to not know what's happening. Okay. <laughs> Which is most a of daily the daily thing. <laughs> I was like, I was like, not a daily thing. As for the hand jobs. It's for the hand jobs. They're in the hand job. Like, so you're saying the hand jobs are in a cup. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> All right, ready? I wouldn't put my hand in there, but yeah, go Why? ahead. Why? 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 The Why hand not? jobs are in the cup. Joke's totally gone boom over his head. Robert Truck. Truck. Robert Truck. Gets the hand. Yeah, talk to the hand, Robert. Talk to the hand. <laughs> like you showed in the last episode? Like, take this back scratcher handle <laughs> off, and then you could just, like, reach around and, and give it the old... Reach around and... <laughs> back scratcher. The old reach around hand job. Okay. So, there you go. Oh, my God. Anyway. Holy shit. Okay. We're done. We're off. All track. right. Our other giveaway, Scott, the 33 Kong. Well, actually, it's a King Kong's Thronester modification set. Correct. Which has the Fay Ray and the arm. Brought to us by? Pestilence Labs. Mark Worthling. Okay. And so uh, I went and pulled the names out of the YouTube comments. And our winner is? Is there somebody you're pulling for? No. Whoever said 76 Kong is the best, his name better not even be in there. <laughs> I love reading that. That was my favorite comment of the whole thing. He's automatically disqualified. Bill Wilson. Bill w- Wilson. Bill Wilson won the Kong upgrade kit for the road the Speedster Roadster. 
What is it? Thronster, you Thronster. Moron. Who builds those anyway? So there you go. Bill Wilson, congratulations, sir. Get me your info and I'll get it over to Scott because he's sending this one. And yeah, I hope I you live far oh, away. I got, yeah, he probably lives. Yeah. I hope Canada plus Japan. It's a small box. So. <laughs> News and reviews, I'm gonna, Scott. I'm going to have a Hershey kiss while you babble. Go ahead. Yep, just keep feeding that diabetes. All right, our first one comes from Eric Askew, uh, our digital sculptor extraordinaire we had on a couple episodes. He has a Kickstarter going right now. And if you are interested in getting some cool 3D uh, some miniatures to print, uh, check out Necromancer's Tower. They got a couple different tiers you can uh, buy in. There's 20, as of a, yesterday, when I got this, screen grab this, uh, there was like 20 days left in the Kickstarter. So check it out. We will link to all of that below. There's some, I'll grab some other pictures here, some really cool original fantasy miniatures they got going on in there for doing some gaming. So please check out Eric's Kickstarter, Necromancer's Tower. Looks like he's done okay so far. Yeah, he's reached doing his right. goal. They have, they have met the goal, which is always like the scary thing, I think, for most Kickstarter people. That's so, the goal. Yeah, they, they made the goal. Uh, so cool. Good luck, Eric. I hope everything goes well after this and in the uh, fulfillment stage of getting that stuff. So congrats, man. You guys met your goal. All right. From CG Blade, we have Emerald. That's what was, was going to be my guess. Okay. Emerald is the one. Because well, I was going by color. Well, see, that's I just went with. Uh, they just posted another one. I just got linked to something. I didn't have time to add it in here uh, to Cobalt, which is another kit they have coming out. And they have a whole bunch of kits. CG's got a bunch of other kits coming out based on his novels. And this is Emerald, the next in the series. It's gone through. I remember seeing some early pictures of this, but this is looking pretty cool. He said the tank is about 12 inches tall. Uh, it's going to be available through him, through Pseudosynth Press kits i think he called it let me get it right exactly i'll have it up here on the screen pseudoverse creations is the official name of the kit line so oh. yeah great kit cg looking pretty good uh i know cg has some other kits available as well uh he has the seven of nine he's printing for someone or selling for somebody through someone else if you want to just head over to his website all his information will be down below as well so again no emerald looking pretty cool I was going to have a button. That's how I figured out the buttons were broke this episode. So, yeah. And does so my OCD see, kicked does in. Does everyone notice that I just pushed a button? You did. Okay. <sighs> Scott knows my OCD kicks in and for the, like for 15 minutes of us starting me trying to figure out how to fix the buttons. Well, you'll and be up all night. Yeah, I'll be up all night thinking about it now. The kids will get a half asleep art teacher. Like, <laughs> yeah, not that that's anything new. My brain is like, okay. button. Oh, Scott. So last week, I burned the hell out of my index finger with some hot glue. Cut my thumb, probably needed a stitch, but that's healed up. Today, needed stitches again. And I just threw a bandaid on it. I was cracking a piece and it cracked and it's slight. I cannot get out of my own way. Dude, I, I got to say, those supports sometimes are oh, deadly. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what this was. So when I was, I was firing a piece, it wasn't even for my class. Oh, okay. They, this was a yeah. A this was the piece. kit okay. at school. They put a probably a bucket of glaze they painted on, and when it fired, it melted down onto the stilt to keep it off the bottom of the kiln, and it fused together. So I just took my thumb to try and pop it off, and it 
cra- the ceramic cracked and just went down the middle of my thumb. And I start squirting blood all over the place. And this kid's looking at me like, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. So how do you do that? How do you not like motherfucker when that happens? Cause it, it, it's, it's tough. <laughs> That's the, I think the, the biggest skill to being a teacher is not swearing. Yeah. Or a parent, it, I guess I, yeah. early on. The well, first parents, time I, think I, even a... swearing, I get, I, it was very hard. Not to swear. Well, I'll tell a quick story. The first time I was uh, dating someone with a child and she was living with us and I was in the basement working on something and uh, I cut my finger. And of course I yelled, mother fucker. <laughs> okay. So I'm going the way my townhouse at the time was laid up. There was a basement, kitchen, living room, then upstairs to the bathroom, the two bedroom. So I'm, I'm going upstairs to the bathroom to rinse it off, put a bandaid on. And there she was sitting there watching TV, about four or five years old, looking at me all sweet as I walk by. And she goes, potty mouth. Okay. And my first reaction is, fuck you. Okay. But, you know, you can't do that. Hold on. I'm out of focus. So what's going on here? There we go. Um, but you can't do that, of course. But, you know, that's like one of your reactions. Like you want to just. Yeah. I, yeah. It was you know, tough. Today was because it's almost like someone going. Hee, and you're like. Fuck you. Well, speaking of little children. We have baby Hellboy. We sure do. And it's so got one I, of your favorite kid features. It, it does. <laughs> it is anatomically correct. So if anyone remembers a couple, I don't know how many episodes ago we showed this. We showed this private part, and no, we knew what the kid. We didn't showed. <laughs> we, we Scott wanted it. Come on. So we have anything. Mark Worthling and Pestilence Labs. I would be pushing the button now. Uh, we have Baby Hellboy uh, from the movie when he comes out when they just finish the ritual and he pops out. There he is. It's a great kit. I bought it today. <laughs> like sent my money already. As soon as I saw it, I sent my money. So, so yes. I guess here's something I probably shouldn't ask on air. But some hand job here, huh? I mean, if you look at the size of that wanky in that okay. hand, All right, we're done. there ain't much going on. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> Just saying. Or, or, hey, if you're into... Never mind. Yeah, there we go. That's okay. Going on so, no, this is looking pretty good. <laughs> Mark, thank you for doing original things. People that normally would say, nah, I'm not going to do that. This is a great idea. I'm glad you did it. I hope it does very well for you. Like I said, we both bought kits this week from, but great looking kit. Good job, man. Yeah. Baby Hellboy is not going to be too popular with the girls if you don't grow <laughs> into that hand. So I'm just, just saying. Oh, okay. it's such a cool piece. Oh, and then I saw these today from uh, Heath Johnson. I saw he put it up on one of the boards, uh, two busts. And they're both limited to 50 pieces. And one is Count Orlock, and the other one is Nosferatu. Two uh, really cool vampire busts, one tenth scale. Check them out. Heath's on Facebook uh, and hit them up before they're all gone because they look really nice. Uh, I think there's a deal for both if you wanted to buy both. I, could, I didn't see the picture for the Nosferatu, but that's the box art. Um, check it out. Look them up. Good stuff. And what Jeff had talked about us a couple weeks ago, I'm your Huckleberry. I'm your Huckleberry. 
and I, I kind of I kind of had to make a Sophie's choice this week, <laughs> and I went. Oh boy! I, I went for the Hellboy Wiener, and you went. I am a Huckleberry. You're a Huckleberry. Yeah. This looks really cool. They did a great job on this. So, this is. Did you see this movie? Yes, I have upstairs. Okay. So at the same time, and this focusing is really starting to piss me off. And who said they didn't need a camera? Right around the time this movie came out, the other one came out, Kevin Costner and White Earp. Did you ever see that? I, yeah. Yep. Okay. So I've seen both of these too. So I saw White Earp at the time, and I thought that was really well done. Mm-hmm. And I think it was uh, one of the Quaid brothers played Doc Holliday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I thought he did a fantastic job as well. So everyone was bragging about this Tombstone movie, but it just looked so cheesy to me that I was like, I never watched it till about six or seven years ago. And it is kind of spaghetti westerny, but it it's fun. And yeah. it's um and Kilmer's performance, he should have won the Academy Award because he <laughs> was just yeah, Cla- he, uh, all-time he, classic role. Like yes, and the iconic. quotes and yes. So um so yeah, so I'm a Huckleberry. I think I'm number 19. Yeah, I, I saw the I'm Huckleberry did. I'm going to have to wait. I'm probably miss end up missing it, but I had to make a choice. Another <laughs> one. But the detail on this, the guns look good, the face, the everything, the likeness is dead on and 165 plus shipping quarter scale bust. Get a really cool piece and I sweet life. I hope they do more stuff this high caliber. Pun intended. So unintended. Look at that. Well done, guys. Well done. The next and thing. on to the well, the well corner. The the well corner. So and I got this literally. I got pictures of this seconds after we recorded last week. <laughs> or the week before. And this was amazing. Um, I suggested this pose. Uh, the base is all him, but I suggested the pose. Of course you did. I'm playing with now, a knife. Look, I'm playing with you, a knife. Remember when you were young? <laughs> so for those of you that um, do 3D print, know that this does not come with the whiskers. Um, because I think what we, a lot of us have learned when we're doing these figure kits like this, it's almost impossible to print those whiskers. They break. They it's a pain in the ass. It's a pain in the ass to make them separate pieces. Use some wire. Use some creativity. Whatever you got to do, leave them off. It doesn't take away from it that much. Um, so the whiskers are not actually part of the 3D file, but the file is available. Um, CG Trader, well winner, U E L winner, and as everyone has knows. Um, He's one of my favorite sculptors and digital sculptors for sure. So, um, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed that. It's a nice next bug. up. It's a nice bug. Funny. Long anticipated. Dude, this is so cool. Okay. From David Stan, Stan Arts. And this is resin and 3D print combined, which is what I always say. And if you look at some of the stuff, you can see where there's no way you could resin cast that. Um, 
and these are very accurate representations um of the uh some of the Strickfadden remember who Strickfadden was? I do. Okay. So some of the Strickfadden stuff and, and you can buy just the three machines or you can buy the three machines with the base. And it'll fit one or two one six scale figures. This is pictured with a Billiken Frankenstein on it. And um how cool really is that? nice. Check out Stan Arts. I believe they have a website now too. And um we'll get all that up. Like I also wow. ordered that. I Did also you? ordered oh, that. Oh man. Yeah, so that's that's coming. Um, I couldn't justify that either. I I don't think I, mean, I have a kit great to go people. With it. And I, I had to put Dave's picture up there because it seems to me like Dave's kind of like doesn't want to be in the spotlight, so we had to put David's picture up there. And it's pretty awesome. Uh, well done, man. But just to give an idea of the size of this, too. So shipping is I want to say it's like thirty plus dollars, like thirty-two dollars. Yeah, there's yep. There's a lot but, of shipping <clears throat> hard. But it's it's a big box. It's the box the size of a Tauntaun. So yeah. it's the Tauntaun box, wherever that came in. That I'm going to say, too, I used to ship my Big King Kong. And even back in the day when shipping was cheaper, it was 26 to $30. So $32, yeah. $34, whatever the shipping is, is not that bad for something this size. Yeah. So, and, um, yeah, I, I can't wait to see this. And I, I know, um, know Matt Lawrence has done his version of a couple of these pieces of equipment, too. And, uh, you know, differences, Matt's lights up, um, Matt's does other stuff. So, you know, there's yeah. hopefully room for everybody. And, yeah, I think um, so. But I, I want to acknowledge, you know, Matt had done it, um, you know, some of those pieces as well. So before we get into the next photos, um, two days ago, I got my Millicent Patrick. Those of you who don't know who she is, she designed the creature from the Black Lagoon and a lot of uh, some other B-movie stuff. I, I'll be honest, I'm not the historian that I should be. I saw this and I wanted in on it right away. Um, sculpted by Jeff Yeager. And I, I'm just going to say again, and this is the two pieces. This is the base. And um, there's there's so many pictures of all the pieces. I didn't bust out all the pictures. But holy crap dude it's so much this is 11 and a half inches tall how okay all right it is 11 and a half inches tall okay love the idea of the base how the the kind of lab coat goes into the cove creature yeah. cove base okay and i haven't even unwrapped all the pieces because it's just so much and i literally just opened this before the show she's holding a bust of the creature. And I have to say, this could be sold as a kit by itself. As yep. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you have to put eyes in it. Gives you a little hollow looking. But for all those fans of the Tom Tyler mummy, remember the hollow or the black eyes? And But anyway, this is beautiful. Um, big. I don't know if you can get an idea by my hand, but again. My hands this episode. It, it's huge. And uh comes with nameplate. And I was on the early list, so I got a Gilboy too. Oh, a Gilboy. Okay. What a cutie. He is a cutie. So there's a lot of other pieces here. Um, 
get a certificate of authenticity. That okay. is so much bigger than the pictures make it look. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, I got box art, not on a box, but um, well, maybe this is how they're going to ship it. Okay. I, but anyway, that's that's the uh, quarter scale sculpted by Jeff Yeager, 150 castings. Okay. Now, I got an artist proof. How'd you swing that? Because Mike likes me. <laughs> and so. Um, I think this was done by David Decina. And and I'm afraid to even take this out because it, it's it's underneath. So I don't know if this is a limited edition print that comes with the artist proof or not. I'm going to put it up there. But I don't know if you can see it does say artist proof 03 out of 10. Oh, wow. Okay. So um, that's really cool. And um, you should frame that. You should totally frame that. Yeah. And, and I'm not sure what the. Um, I don't know if everyone gets one of these. I don't know if they're individually sketched because I'm afraid to take it apart and look. I'm gonna while we're on, while we're on camera. Watch you rip it. I will laugh. No, because Mike, as always, and this is another reason why I don't have the whole thing undone. Mike's packing is just so insane. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I say it's insane, it's good insane. He's a master packer. So, no, this is printed, but still, it is an artist proof. That's um, awesome. Piece, but really nice. So, um, so I got artist proof. Really excited about that. And we got some more goodies that come with it. Of course. So we have the parts list, the check the parts list and checked by Mike and signed by Mike. So this is the parts list. Okay. We have a Millicent Patrick uh card. Oh, she's smoking. So um Yep. And we have what I believe to be at one point in 1939, she worked for Walt Disney Studios. And oh, so cool. that's her um, copy of her ID card. Wow. Okay. You, you of course, get the shameless Typhon sticker that comes <laughs> with all the Typhon kits. Get a nice uh, postcard. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Goodies galore. Get another nice postcard. Gilboy. <laughs> okay. And those all come in a fantastically sealed, embossed, which I was able to get open without too much Typhon thing. Again, everything matches AP03. And I want to show this real quick just because, and I know John Dennett used to do this for Marty, and it was really cool. And again, I'm going to show this, just the size, okay? Um, not a lot of people do this, but, you know, unless you ask them. And Mike, uh, congrats on getting artist proof, number three of ten. Thanks, Scott. Enjoy Mike and Brian. Type 
from Mike and Brian Typhon 22. Look at that. They love you. And uh, really, Mike does a good job casting, man. I'll tell you. So, um, yeah, just just fantastic stuff here. So So, what are uh, these other two things they got coming out here? What are these sneak peeks? Yes. So this is uh, a Hunchback of Notre Dame. Ooh. And a Kloskinski Nosferatu. Excellent. Okay, and I'm going to give you the information on this as he um, gave it to me. So I asked him, he sent this to me today. I said, can I show these? And he says, yes. And I said, well, I'm going to need some information here. So the heads were sculpted by Kent Kidwell. The original bus he did, I guess there were some problems. So he sent the heads to Michael White, who lives in Croatia. He sculpted the new busts. Um. I think it says it says for the original heads, but I think it's from the original heads by Kent. And then Mike will be making um, Mike Calvert will be making bases for both. His exact words to me here were they're true bastards of kits. Okay, <laughs> so this is part of the Typhon bastard line. Uh, they're supposed to be quarter scale, but they're more like third, just shy of third or a very large quarter, especially the Kinski Nosferatu. Yeah. Um, date and price to be determined, but these are coming from uh, Mike at Typhon, Mike Calvert at Typhon. So there we go. Okay. okay. And then we got the nameplates as well. All right. And okay. last from not least. Last, last, but, hold last, on. last but not least. Um, Another picture of uh, Paul's dog, Bublik. Speaking of Paul Gill. And, oh, there we go, Paul Gill. I got my Psycho Goreman. Psycho Goreman. From... (laughs) Oh, my God. He's alive! So... There's going to be a new segment called of What's Jason, Jason Going to Drop This Episode? Okay. And uh... anyway, yes, dude, this is so great. Yeah, what's left of it? What's left of it? So let me just throw this camera on real quick. Uh, overhead cam. There we go. He did some really cool stuff. Tried some. He was playing around with colored resin, too. So. That's all one piece, but it looks like it's a separate nameplate. It's got pink resin dumped in there first. And the reason it just fell is because this kind of sits in the back. There's no like key actually like to hold it in. So that kind of has to go in there and glue pretty well. But uh, <laughs> if I think you, you didn't know that while you were holding up to the camera. I did. Sheet. And I was hoping I could, you know, not drop it, but this is, I love it. And for those of you who have not yet seen Psycho Goreman, please go see Psycho Goreman. You'll understand what he's holding here. Uh, it's such a good movie, and everyone, it needs more people watching it. Uh, that what he's holding is the the game that ends, that solves all the world's problems. So, what is it? Baseball, basketball? It is a dodgeball. Well, of course it is. But it's not just any dodgeball. You have to watch the movie. Anyway, great kit. Thank you, Paul Gill. I am so happy that someone made this. I, it's the best. I can't wait. Which will bring me to the workbench in a little bit. So that's all I got. Scott, anything else? You know what? Yeah, actually, I did get, um, I'm sorry, I did get a few other things. 
Um, you showed the mummy last week um, that we gave away um, mm-hmm. from Todd, and I have the other four, so I guess I got to keep going. Um, so <laughs> I got the mummy, so there's no need to show that again because we have shown it, but it's really nice. So while I was on Todd's site, I um, I perused a few other things. And I picked up this, um, it's probably not going to focus too good, but it's a Cheney replacement head. Gotcha. Sculpted by Jasper Anderson. And this, um, this is for the Polar Lights Phantom. And I guess you could use it on other kits as well, maybe. I don't know, but the Polar Lights Phantom, the head was so terrible on it that, um, one of those few kits i wouldn't mind changing the original why we're on the subject of that of course changing the original um the other one i picked up from him and i want to make sure the sculptor uh, there it is jeff yeager okay is this mr hyde replacement head and and again it's going to be hard to show maybe we'll have to pull them from todd's site um this kit and remember we were talking about this kit um was it last episode with the arm and, and being so weird on the Dr. Jekyll kit? Mm-hmm. And um, so one of the things I have always hated about that kit is the head. And I just thought the rest of the kit was kind of boring. And I'm not big on, I want to build a set of Auroras like unmodified, but there are two kits that were never my favorites, and that's the Witch. And the Dr. Jack. And so I did get the replacement witch head from Mark yeah. Worthling a year or so back. I had to pay for it. Um, and um, and then Rick Evans did a an add-on set for the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Kind of adds on to the base and has a bookcase in the back. And it, it, you know, it was really simple, but it adds to it. It makes it look better. Yeah, and uh, so I picked that up too. So um, I think I'll modify both of those. So I did pick those up, and um, I did get something in the mail. Can I go back for one second while you look for that? Yeah, sure. Psycho Gorman, sculpted by Lace Lee, our guest today. Yes, and we're going to talk about it when he's on too. So Uh if you want to know the story behind Psycho Gorman and Lace Lee and Paul Gill, it's there. It will be in the episode later. So. Our good friend Brian Clark, both of them. Um, he's big enough for two, trust me. Um, he's been telling me he sent me this gift for like six months. Okay. And it showed this week, finally. And what it is, and at this point, we're going to call it a 10 month calendar <laughs> because. I'm such a dick. Okay. So it is a King Kong calendar. Okay. And I haven't even cracked it out of the plastic yet because I, I got a feeling it's really cool. But it does show the. Now it does show 12 here. So I, I'm not sure what's going on because I mean, it is March. <laughs> so, but. Um, you miss you your know, and some of these are are pretty <laughs> traditional. Um, I think they're all pretty traditional. Um, 
publicity stills. stills yeah but still really cool thanks brian i'm busting your balls but yeah, um, what a nice guy and you're so I really mean to appreciate him all the time. it um i'm still not putting out but you know it was oh a man nice, all right it was a hell of a nice try so scott you have some other pictures for us which did not get approved by mr walker hey, no one cares <laughs> okay so you know, we we created kind of a monster. Yeah, when we 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 created kind of a monster when I started showing Paul's, and then Mike claims his dog Cody got jealous, and then so we'll start out here <coughs> real quick, and we'll go through this real quick. And I didn't. Some other people have sent me pictures. I didn't put them all up here. Um, Mike's other dog Daisy. Okay, and I guess it snows there. And well, Ireland wait, the first too. one you didn't even—we didn't show Paul's dog again. Yeah, I did. I, I mentioned Bob earlier. Oh, so is I that when we put it? When do we yeah. put it in? No. Yeah, you, you should okay. put it. In, and then when you said, "Speaking of Paul Gill, is that coming back to you now?" Oh yeah. Okay. Maybe when you watch it and edit it, you can yeah, do probably, something. That's when I remember things. Okay, so this is uh, Mike's other dog Daisy, and I had to put his horse Blue in there. Now Mike's got a horse. Mike's the first person to send me a picture of a horse. So I had I want to go to Mike's house. I want to ride a horse. Okay. I want a pony. All right. I was in a rodeo on Boy Scouts. Fun fact. And he didn't care. <laughs> was it a traveling bondage rodeo? No, I had it? to drive to get the horse between the poles and Oh boy. Virginia Peters sent us pictures of all of her animals. Two of them are omitted, but there's another cat and a tortoise as well. Oh, what? Oh, did you leave the tortoise out? The cool one? Yeah, the cool one. Yeah, because he was he was moving so fast that the picture was blurry. But this is Nikita and Xena. And uh, so um, there you go. And the last one real quick is uh, Warren Dossie's dog, Indy. And I had to put that in there. This dog is just awesome. Look at him. He's just so cute. So, Scott, I think and, I have a cold, dead heart because this guy's like, oh, you got to see this cute dog. And I'm just like, okay, it's a dog. How do you not look at that dog and say, look at that face? I okay. Think, it's a cute that dog. That dog's way better looking than you. If I had to kiss something, if I had to kiss somebody's head, it would be that dog's. Okay. All right. I'd kiss that him. dog before you too. I, I, I agree with that. Uh, I wouldn't kiss that dog after you. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so this is Indy. And you know what? We appreciate all the pet pictures, but Jason's going to kill me if I keep sneaking them in no, here. That's so. fine. I don't care. Now you're making me look like the bad guy. You are the bad guy. You're Mr. I hate dogs. I hate cats. I, I don't hate, hate, hate those things. Do cats. A mm, little bit. I like seeing them. I'm just kidding. I did the whole pet segment last time. I just didn't, you know. No, there was one this time. Whatever. Keep sending them. It makes Scott happy. And if it keeps Scott happy, that's all that matters. You know what I want you to do? I want you to start sending them to Jason. <laughs> well, no, they already did. <laughs> anyway, keep sending the pet pictures. We'll, we'll call it Pet Club. Pet Club? Okay. Yeah. We'll start a whole new show. Scott can host that one. <laughs> Workbench, Scott. Workbench. What you working on? Well, the first thing is I'll mention something I did um, that I don't have a picture of and not that it was a big deal. My wife 
had this angel that when she was a young girl, um, they were in some store in Oaklawn and she wanted this angel and it had a wind up bottom and it played silent night and it spun. Okay. So over the years she had um, overwound it and it stopped working and it ripped the bottom off trying to fix it or whatever. So I still had the original thingy and it plays silent night. But anyway, um, but it, it's, I think she overwound it or whatever. She was a kid, you know. So I had to say, how am I going to fix this? So I go on Amazon of all places. You'll never believe this, but you can get a silent night. It's, it's got the same footprint with the same screw holes. Okay. <laughs> I kid you not. And then the bottom of the angel, it kind of will fit in there. But then how do you get it to stay? So I bought these little wooden discs, okay, and I, I stuck the, you know, the, the thing that turns, which is where you wind it, in the middle, and then so it kind of sits offset when you do that, but um, it was okay, and I was able to get a couple screws in. I used a pin vise and, and screwed it in there, so I got the thing there, and there's a thing that screws on the bottom. That, that's what you turn to wind it, and then I epoxy this onto the bottom of the angel with five minute epoxy and uh she was so happy i fixed her childhood uh thing so a, that is a heartwarming story i thought it was a heartwarming story now, did so you i build did a model kit did i build a model kit? i printed a couple things okay <laughs> okay for myself wow okay because everybody wants me to print for them and one of the things i printed was the spy versus spy guys oh this is nice of, part of the uh Patreon I'm part of. Okay. And I get to print as many of these as I want. But I'm gonna give this guy a shout out just because that's the Patreon. Okay. And it's five bucks a month. He don't care how many you sell. How do you, you say that? Talk. Say that out loud for our listeners, not our viewers. What's that? Patreon play the kit. Patron. PLA kit. Okay. PLA kit is the Patreon. Okay. okay. And um he doesn't care how many you sell, he just don't want you to give the files away. So nice. Um, I may have a few of these on the table at Wonderfest. There's the white ones holding a stick of dynamite, the black ones holding the bomb. Um, there's I the like hat you can spy. see, you know. So, um, and then I also painted. I showed the Breezley and Sneasley, or not painted, printed. Showed the Breezley and Sneasley last episode, and I um, I printed that out. That was kind of a for me project. And I have to reprint the nameplate for the Herculoids because uh, the house ape that I sent it to dropped his shattered today. So I have to print him <laughs> another one. And if he watches, he knows who he is. Okay. <laughs> so, um, awesome. yeah, I, I think that's all I got going. So I finished painting the ghost of Castel Mare. And here it is. Finally. Finally. <laughs> it's not on my desk anymore. It feels weird not seeing it here since it's been there since we started the show. Uh, but I, I was like, I'm just like, I just got to get it done. And it's off my table. I'm kind of happy with the way it turned out. And I'll put pictures here. I'll put so it's got that kind of Jeff Camp look going. Yeah, I went for um, the straight box art. I was trying to mimic exactly what's on the front of that box. I think I got pretty mm -hmm. close. 
And it was actually, it's kind of easy once you kind of just break your brain away from like wanting things to look real and you're just going for brush strokes and the way paint is like landing and trying to match those from the uh, original box art. So I but think it turned like out oil pretty paint. I mean, is yeah. it almost like oil painting? Yeah, it almost is because I work with the paint wet and you're wet blending and you're trying to do some glazes and stuff. So it, I think it turned out pretty good and I'm, I'm happy with it. Is it in the display case already? Or is it still uh, yeah, down yeah. there? By no, you? I put it upstairs in the case. I did. Well, there you go. So, all right. That's the workbench. Um, Our guest this week is Lace Lee. Scott, Lace Lee's a nice guy. Lace Lee is an awesome guy. Met Lace very briefly at Wonderfest last year. And I mean briefly, and he'll tell the story as to why. But he stopped really to tell us, uh, just tell me how much he enjoyed what we were doing. And thanks for mentioning him. And, uh, you know, I just caught a quick glimpse of him. And I was like, you know, cool. This kid's a really nice kid. And... <laughs> Uh, I've, I've talked to him on Facebook Messenger a few times, and then I come to realize um, when he was, as you'll see him talking about the psycho uh, Goreman and the uh, the new kid he has coming from Paul Gill, which isn't really a secret. It's the ghost of Mr. Chicken. Mm -hmm. not, he wanted me to talk to him, too, about molding and casting before he got a hold of Paul. So when he, I finally got a hold of him, he had already talked to Paul at that point, and they had, you know, whatever they got going. And, um, but him and I talked on the phone probably for an hour and a half, two hours, just bullshitting about stuff. And, uh, I will say this. I found out he's 60 years old. He's two years <laughs> older than I am. Okay. And, and Scott and him, like the guy looks like he's 30 to me. So Scott and Lace hit it off. They, uh, and, uh, yeah, we, uh, like a lot of the same movies Scott, yep, right there. The, a lot of the same old movies, especially the old movie genre, and um, yeah, silver screen so, stuff. Um, you know, it, it's that was a lot of fun. Movie shaming, Jason, as you'll see, it's about time, <laughs> and I can't wait to see some of the comments going to Jay. I can't believe you've never seen that movie because uh, everyone busts my ass. Uh -huh. so, so, yeah, enjoy the interview with Lace Lee. Awesome guy, great sculptor. Great. I was surprised that it, I mean. Now you'll see the story. I don't want to give it away. Just watch. You'll see what I mean. Here comes Lace. All right. We are back with Lace Lee. Lace, how you doing? Hey, good. How you guys doing? Okay. I'm doing great. Scott, you still great? I'm always great. Okay. Now that you've officially scraped the bottom of the guest barrel. <laughs> no, oh, we no. haven't got there. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. no we got a lot more to go. Yeah. <laughs> we we um, still got to get Rotundi on. That's there you go. Don't point. Don't point tell taken. <laughs> um, how are you? All good. Where do you live at? Where are you in the country? Where are you at? I, I'm uh, I'm in northern Kentucky. I'm right across the river from Cincinnati. Oh, sweet. So Wonderfest is not a far ride for you then. Oh, yeah. It's like uh, an hour and a half drive. Excellent. I'm there. Excellent. So so where's the accent? The accent. There's, there's no uh, right, southern right, accent going right. on there. I don't have an accent. There, no, there. I said, where is it? it it's, I don't oh, know. Oh, no. Okay. No, no. I don't know. Uh, we're not getting we're pretty... Hey, y'all having a good time up there? <laughs> and we even wear shoes here, too, believe it or wow. not. Oh, listen yeah. to Scott. Yep. Offending people already. Indoor plumbing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The one thing we have here that I've found no other place in the country has is like 
if you say something and we don't hear it, instead of saying what, we'll say please. <laughs> what? Yeah, like, you, you know, just, please. And, and <laughs> people look at you like, please what? That's <laughs> what I would do. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Please repeat uh, yourself, you mumbling <laughs> fool. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So since Scott always yells at me when we do when, when we leave a guest after the show, he's like, you didn't let me ask anything. So, Scott, <laughs> first question. Go. Oh, oh well, yeah, because I'm totally unprepared. Thanks. <laughs> well, see, that's what I wanted to prove to everyone. OK, so Lace, give us <laughs> give us your garage kid history. When did you, oh, you know, kid. Or, Give us your figure kid history, I guess, because, you know, I know you and I talked about Aurora's uh, the other right, night. Right, right, yeah. Um, you know, uh, and like you and I were talking, kind of growing up in that sweet spot of, uh, you know, late 60s, early 70s, when Aurora and the reissues and all that were coming around. And uh, so I was into it when I was a kid, loved the figures, you know, the Superman, uh, all the monsters. Uh, Batman, Robin, all, all those old uh, Aurora kits. And then, you know, uh, you get out of that for a few years until like um, probably, you know, early to mid 90s, start seeing stuff popping up here and there, you know, in uh, magazines and stuff. And, uh, I was in a hobby shop one day and I saw the uh, Horizon uh, T800, the Schwarzenegger version. And I was kind of blown away. I mean, I was like, that actually looks like something from the movie, you know, because <laughs> the old uh, the old stuff, you know, you'd have the box art that, you know, looked like the movie or at least somewhat. And then you open it and it's a completely different kit. Mm-hmm. So uh, always. Yep. And then at the time, it sounds so funny to say now, but I looked at it and it was like 45 bucks. Forty-five bucks for a bottle? What are you nuts? <laughs> so, uh, and, uh, so I walked out, and then I kept thinking about it. I thought, man, that thing was kind of cool. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm going to splurge. And then uh, it wasn't it wasn't long after that. I was in a bookstore, and I saw Amazing Figure Model. What the hell is this about? <laughs> and uh, you know, you open the page of that, and then it was like right down the rabbit hole. What was your and, first issue? Do you remember the first issue that you saw? Uh, I think it was about the third one. It was like a Gill Man on the cover. Yep, that's the, uh, yeah, that's the yeah. third one. Actually, it's the fourth one because they had a zero, but yes. Oh, right, right. They did. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and it wasn't long after that, like maybe a year or two, it was like, you know, I hear about this Wonderfest situation. Well, hey, that's Louisville. That's, that's a day trip. Let's check that out. Van, I just... Uh, Talk about like walking into Wonderland, you know. It's like, wow. Yeah. I walked around in it. That's exactly how it felt walking in there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I never knew the whole hobby like that existed, and just like all the stuff. It's like I'm home, you know. (laughs) Do you remember what your first like when you think back to being a kid? Do you remember what your actual first model you ever built was? A truck or a car or a figure? Any of that stuff? I have this really early memory of uh, my aunt and uncle coming over on Christmas Eve and giving me the uh, Man from Uncle kits. Uh, okay. So Robert Vaughn and uh, David McCallum. You know, I have both kits, and 
Like, that was so cool because I was a big man from Uncle Fan, of course, you know. Uh, and they fit together. I always thought that was cool about those kids. They yeah, yeah, right, right. The bases fit together. Yeah. It was like he was jumping over a wall and the other guy was kind of crouched down. Uh, going to yeah. school, were you like, were you an art kid? Were you a math kid? What were yeah, like? Yeah, was it- uh, I, I was an artist. I drew. Okay. Uh, I've always drawn. And then, uh, you know, went to school for commercial art, been a graphic designer for years. And uh, uh, I did portraits. Mm-hmm. And always for myself, I always drew movie stuff. You know, I, I love movies and uh, not just, I mean, I was, of course, into like all the old universal horror movies, all those. And, uh, but I, I was into all kinds of movies, like, uh, anything old. I mean, like Bogart, Cagney. Oh man! Oh, here we go. Here's Scott. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 This is right. So you two should get married or something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Not that. Not that Lord of the Rings snooze Uh fest shit. Okay. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, I just uh, yeah, I was just always a movie guy, and uh, so uh, when you were doing, uh, you're still doing graphic design. What were you doing? A lot of like products, or were you doing stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've done a little bit of everything. Okay. I did corporate video presentations oh, way back a long time ago. Yeah. You know, real dry, real dry stuff. I yeah. mean, I've done packaging, but I'm, it pays. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're yeah, making yeah, yeah. stuff that pays. Right, right. right. I um, mean, it's not high end like this, but you know. yeah, I know. Jeez, it doesn't pay <laughs> at all. Here. I'm in the hole. <laughs> right, right. Oh man. So first, crush that that Terminator kit. Did you have mm-hmm. a hard time since it was vinyl? Was it like, oh man, what is this? It was this? a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the fact that yeah, I paid 45 bucks for this thing, which was a fortune back then, no, you know? That, like... And, and, and I, I got to start cutting off the vinyl and, uh, you know, trimming it down and everything. I was like, man, I don't want to screw this up, you know? I just... <laughs> <laughs> that was always the fear. Like when you're doing a vinyl kit, like if it was too hot and you went and slipped and sliced right, too far. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. I missed that actually. I haven't built a vinyl kit in a while. X Plus is coming out with vinyl kits. I did see I that. Saw yeah, that. Yeah. Saw that. yeah. Yes. So um, that's going to be kind of cool, actually. Uh, so when you start, when it came back around, you have some pictures to share of some uh, build ups you've done. Um, mm-hmm. How did you, like, when you first started going back to Wonder or started going to Wonderfest till now, is there a certain thing you collected, certain things? Because looking at these pictures, there's a definite mm-hmm. theme running through there. The ones you sent. What do you like to collect? What is your favorite subject matter kind of thing? Uh, Like I said, movies. And I like, I always dug the kits that were unexpected. Like, uh, you know, you see, I mean, there's so many gorgeous Frankensteins and Wolfmen and all of that. And then I'd go down there, especially guys like uh, Rob. You know, they'd have something like Charles Bronson from Death Wish. It was like, wow, somebody put out a kit (laughs) of that. That's great, you know? Finally, yeah. you know, and uh, I, I really dug the stuff that, uh, you know, you would never expect someone to actually make a kit of. You know, I think Dice Man did that a lot. And I kind of missed that. Yeah. Yeah. Bulkley, yeah. Ed Bulkley. Because when he had like that Fred Sanford and he had some other weird just right, stuff, that, right, right, like right. the Buckwheat kit, like stuff you would never, ever. Like no one would. I would love a Fred Sanford kit. Someone do a Fred Sanford. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 
with a Grady? Dude, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> Grady. Oh, man. Oh, man. Scott didn't watch that show, I don't yeah. think. Actually, I did watch that show. That's it's something I show. have seen. Yes. Really? Yeah, I got to give my girlfriend a shout out there. She has always been such a big fan of Grady for some Grady's reason. She's best. like, oh, yeah, Grady. Yeah. <laughs> Those unexpected kits. Do you have some favorites? Do you want to talk about some of the ones you've painted? Your paint jobs are phenomenal, by the way. And oh, your photography. Like, is this is this lighting you've done or is this stuff you've done post photograph? Well, uh, on some of this the stuff? lighting. Uh, I, 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 uh, I just set them up like on my counter with like a, you know, like a blanket backdrop. And at first, you know, when I first started doing it, I just were shooting them straight lighting, you know, daylight, whatever light was in the room. And I've got like a uh, green ball light in my kitchen. And one night I'm shooting some pictures and it was picking up that green was hitting. And I'm, that's kind of cool. <laughs> uh, so naturally, you know, if a little bit's good, a lot is better, you know. So I, uh, so I got some colored bulbs. I started setting them up, and you know, it was like it kind of progressed from where you know just a little bit of a hint to like blow it out with color. And to me, like I said, I do movie stuff, and for me, it makes them look kind of cinematic, you know. Uh, totally, and it's funny how I've kind of gone complete one eighty on this. Before I would like the most daylight possible picture to see like right, the best right. detail and uh, like get the right colors and stuff. And now I'm more to like, I'd rather see something cool done with the picture like this and kind of like yeah. what Berglund did with his old Aurora stuff. I, uh, I like, I'm liking when people do this a lot more than I used to now. Yeah. It's, it's that's like Rob. I, 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 I've sent Rob stuff. He's like, yeah. Can you send it to me again? You know, without the lights, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's a simple man. He goes, yeah, right, right. he goes into an epileptic fit if there's too many lights. <laughs> we'll have to bring him orange juice. We'll have to bring him orange, orange juice. juice. Oh, love that story. <laughs> what was your first Wonderfest? Do you remember the oh, year? Man. The oh, guess? Mid-90s, mid to late 90s, probably. Okay. Has it always been an Executive West, or did you make one... I right. well, except for one year, it was over at the convention center across the street. Okay, yeah, that was oh seven or oh eight. I think I think that was oh eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Jason and I went. I think it's Fern Valley Road. There used to be a Holiday Inn. It's not anymore, but the hotel's still there. And that was our first one. And and the oh. jump from from ninety five to ninety six when they went to the Executive West, and Harryhausen was the guest in ninety six. They had him a second time. But that was the first time he was there. And the jump in the size of that show between those two years was amazing. Right, and, right. Uh, okay. But if you went still mid-90s, early 2000s, you were the heyday. You know, that was... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that was... Um, Are you going this year? Oh, yeah. I'm there every year. Like I said, okay. it's an hour and a half away. Yeah, I you can... better go. I was going to say, okay. better be. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I saw I saw both you guys down there last year. Uh, Jason, I saw you I'm in sorry. the hallway, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I, like I passed you, and you were talking to somebody. And I figured, yeah, I'll, I'll catch you catch him later, you know, and say hi. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then uh, I was like, last year, my girlfriend, you know, she's wonderful. She'll go and she'll walk around Wonderfest all day with me, but there's always an agenda. So she was looking for a car. 
So she found one at a lot in Louisville. So she wanted to get out of there to get to the car lot to see this car. So like, we're walking out and I see Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I figured, well, you know, I, I got to say hi to him now or I never will. So, you know, I parted through the fans, you know, and the kids waiting for autographs. And I said, you know, hey, Mr. Johansson, you know, I love Model Club. You're the best. You know, shook his hand and it's like, yeah, yeah, kid. I autographed okay. his. I autographed his hand for him and went out. I should autograph his breath. You know. He had a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, charge me five bucks. And... <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Actually. He's got to make money somehow. That's, That's right. right. Well, I'm not it. making any money doing this. I know That's he's going to sure. charge for his autograph. This is this he's is going to be the next Lou Ferrigno, bullying little kids into money. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Well, this year, make sure you stop me. I, it's, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Did you sculpt in clay first, or did you just go straight to digital when you decided to start sculpting? No, no, I, uh, I started by kit bashing. Okay. Uh, you know, I'd buy these kids. I had some of that stuff from the early 90s, you know, like, don't want to mention any names, but <laughs> so, some of the stuff that was, you know, pretty, pretty raw. Let's call it marginal. That's all. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Marginal I mean, guilty pleasures. You know, you know, like you know the quarter inch seam lines and stuff. And, oh man, yeah. Oh, name names. Oh, I don't care. Like what? What's <laughs> yeah, remember what happened last yeah, time? That's true. No. That you know. That's no. true. I'll say it. But, Netherworld. Those. I mean, if you've built a Netherworld kit and, and notoriously <laughs> right. terrible castings, right? He can't yeah, be yeah. mad about. Like everybody knows. And to put that the Doctor Chenard base together, there was like. The crazy people don't realize how bad kits used to be, but that's not a knock on the producer so much. It's that's how it was. That was like, Mm -hmm. that's what the technology allowed. No one had a rotocaster in their garage. People were, you know, it was so it's tough. Yeah. Back in those days, we were just so happy to get them, you know, exactly. Uh, And that's like same, that same kit, that Dr. Chenard kit from Hellraiser. That's huge. It's like, Oh my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I don't care if it looks, if there's so many air bubbles and little resin boogers on there and it didn't matter to me at that time. But nowadays someone would see that and go, I'm not buying it. The castings are terrible. (laughs) So do you like, when you started kit bashing, what did you like to like, which, what did you, you know, like those, like where, you know, a lot of the detail was pretty soft and, and uh, you know, it'd be so nice. And I discovered magic sculpt. I love that stuff because, yeah. you know, with it here, it dries overnight and then you can start carving, whatever. So, uh, there, there was no like having to worry about it adhering to the resin and baking it or whatever. And so I, I started doing that in the morning when I'd start cutting them apart. I, let's reposition it while we're at it, you know, and uh, <laughs> make it a little unique. And like I realized- cut. Do you remember what the most expensive kit you ever cut up was? Oh, wow. Because um, mm, mm-hmm. Neil DeConte, he's the same thing. He'll tear anything apart and reposition. Well, yeah, right. There's a lot of guys. Yeah. You know, the more we get into this. The... Well, that's the thing. It was like I, I started to realize over time that the kits I was actually working on, I mean, I've got some really beautiful kits. They're still in the box and probably always will be. Yeah, But the stuff I was actually pulling out of the box and working on was the bad stuff, you know? Yeah. Because um, and, and that's what was fun for me. Because I, I I didn't mind tearing that up, you know, taking it out of the box, uh, you know, uh, 
getting it out of its pristine condition and just uh, going to town on it. I really, I'm having a lot more fun with the bad kits than I am the good ones. <laughs> so that's how it started. When was your first aha moment? Like, holy crap, I can actually sculpt. I'm still waiting for that. I'm still one. waiting for that. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the people who do it never see themselves like that. Like someone else, right, right. like you just, I feel like a dick. If I ever go around saying like, I'm a good painter. I think I'm an idiot. Like I'm the, I'm terrible. If I walked around saying I'm a good, it just, it doesn't work. So hats off to you. Well, Always you know, the, the, the funny thing with me is, uh, or the way I work is like when I start on something, I'll put in a couple hours, I'll put in an evening on it. And I'll think, man, okay, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I, like Gene Hackman. I was sculpting. I, I still remember this because I thought, oh, man, I'm going to be able to knock this likeness out. I'm, I'm cooking. I woke up the next day and I looked at it. That's freaking Jimmy Durante. <laughs> and I didn't look anything like Gene That's what you got to get away, you know, and yep. uh, come back to it. Come on. It looked like somebody. That's <laughs> Just change it. Change the outfit. You mentioned magic sculpt. Did you? Yeah. You still use magic sculpt? Do you do you use Aves? Do you use both? Uh, no, I uh, I tried Aves a long time ago. I I just like magic sculpt. It um, mm -hmm. it's kind of like my go to thing. Yeah. No, and about, I know there's a difference between the two, and yeah. and some people prefer one over the other. And I was mm -hmm. just because I've been no. and we could talk about. I've been using Aves Aves forever, and I just recently bought a magic sculpt. I mean, I think I let's go back to the very beginning. Milliput. Have you ever tried Milliput? No, I haven't. No, and it, it, it comes. It's like the old thing. It's from out of England, but it's the two tubes mm -hmm. that you cut and mix together, and it was oh, always yeah. kind of uh -huh. chalky and brittle. And then there's the green mm -hmm. stuff, which a lot of sculptors and the miniature stuff use. So I always I started using Avies, but more recently I bought Magic Sculpt, and I kind of like that for certain things. It seems better mm -hmm. for detail, for yeah for yeah. me, and it like. If I want a nice solid chunk of, and this is kind of like our hobby corner, I guess, for this interview. Like if I want to just fill a gap real quick and not worry about anything else, I'll, I think I'll, I'd rather use Avies. But for actually like sculpting detail or something, I almost feel mm -hmm. like the Magic Sculpt captures that a little better. Whereas yeah, Avies a little yeah. stickier and I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I found. I, I, I like the detail you can get with Magic Sculpt. Yeah. Well, there you go. Our there technical go. question. I like technical questions. We don't get many technical questions. <laughs> well, that's because you don't let me ask the question. I gave you the finger at least three times already. I'll stop. All right. Uh, go ahead and ask another one, watch. Scott. Ask oh, another oh, one. Some Scott. of your kids. I asked the last question. Oh, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, were you a contest enterer? Did you enter the contest? Did you? No, I, 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 I no, no, I do not <laughs> enter the just, contest. <laughs> Even I have entered the contest. I'm just saying. Okay. You built one? You know what? <laughs> that same Terminator yeah, was my yeah. first contest entry. Really? Oh, and I wow. got a certificate of merit. Okay. Oh, sweet. Nice, nice. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Hey, certificates and, are a big uh, deal. I don't even, I like. Well, it was back then. It For was me, back it then. was. Like, first I time in, and really I'm like. You know, I had bought Fisher's video and, you know, did all the yeah. mixing of paints and all that. And it's like. Right. Um, Lathered himself up in oil to watch it. <laughs> no, but that's when I, yeah. I remember I was telling you the other night. So he's got Buffalo Bill. He's got a girl I in the hole in the little, basement. I use these little irrigation syringes. Do I have one handy? Oh, no. oh, here we go. <laughs> and 
I've used them for resin. I use them for a lot of things. And yeah. I remember I was squirting because you can get like, it's like high pressure, you know, you can. So I had some airbrush center. I was cleaning mm. my airbrush and it backsplashed into my eyes. Some of that old Floquil airbrush cleaner. Oh man! And I thought I I thought I blinded myself. It burned. <laughs> so, so can we bad. share? All right. So this is this. Is, I heard this story earlier in the week. <laughs> so and, so I'm like running to the sink because at the time I lived alone, so there's nobody living with me. And I'm like fuck, 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 and I'm it's burning bad. And it was really cool though because as soon as I hit it with cold water, it dissipated yeah. right away, and I like could see still. So I was like. Oh, thank God. But oh, that oh. stuff burns, man. I that, think that, this is a new good question for every guest, Scott. Worst hobby accident. Well, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be the most horrible way to die? Is yeah. like you're you live alone and you die in a modeling accident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I've stuck in your palm yeah. in here. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No, I like some same- glued or some glue to your forehead. Like you can't get off for the no, undertaker. Like when, you, when you keeled over and died, you landed in the glue and you they pill you. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. And the undertaker is looking to go, I can't do anything with that. Yeah. <laughs> Close the car. Right. Here's our morbid humor of the hey, week. So you know, we might as well with all the people that are going. Oh man. So that switch over to digital. How many kits did you like? Were there certain producers you worked with before you switched over to digital? Or kids no, that you put uh, out, or you just kind of made stuff. How did it go? No, I just made stuff for myself. In fact, uh, you know, I've been uh, on the internet looking at stuff for years, and um, I always avoided Facebook like the plague. Because uh, I mean, I, like, I got on Facebook like, like twenty years ago when everybody would say, you know, hey, I'm on Facebook. Are you on Facebook? And I thought I'm missing out on something. You know, I got I got to get on Facebook and I got on and, you know, like after a week, I, I realized I'm not missing a thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen you since high school. Now I know what you have for dinner every night. You know? <laughs> but, you know, so I got off of Facebook for years until like with the modeling stuff, it seemed like the uh, sites were kind of like closing down and they were all moving to Facebook. <clears throat> so I'd go on, you know. All the sites like Resin Maniacs and stuff. And finally, it wasn't until just about two years ago. I'd never posted anything. I thought one day, you know, I'd just throw something out there, see if anybody likes it. And, you know, why not? So I put the uh, shootest uh, I'd just finished on there. And, you know, people seem to dig it. And so. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to interrupt. Jason, have you ever seen the shootest? Yeah. <laughs> There you go. It's movie shaming Jason Day. Okay. I knew this was coming with the two of you. So go ahead. All right. Yeah, it's all so, right. Go, ahead. go ahead. Sorry, Lace. No, it's uh, fine. So, I so seen, I put that on. We'll, we'll get to it. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, people seem to dig it. So I just started posting more and, uh, and, uh, kind of uh, hooked up. Rob saw something I did and we started talking and you know, I'd known him for years from buying stuff from him at uh, Wonderfest. And then, uh, you know, he's like, hey, are you that guy? Yeah, I know you. Yeah, I know you. OK. And- oh, he'll sell to you at Wonderfest? <laughs> that's over now. OK. Uh-huh. So. 
Now you're a friend, right? Well, he'll say, hey, man, I'll get you one after the show. <laughs> right? And then you got to bug him for like 10 years to get one. So, I'm just warning you. Okay. Right, right. right? Yeah. No, I'm just teasing. Rob's great. So. Oh, yeah. But, um, so, yeah, so I started doing a couple of things for him, you know, and kind of went from there. Yeah, there's one about- I know you oh, did that is not pictured here, but it's a, uh, he does, but um, I know he wants, he wants to put it out. There's a full figure of one of the pic- things pictured here, isn't it? Was that yours? Oh, I could probably say, oh. cause he's shown it. The Dr. Fives, wasn't there a full figure? Yeah, Dr. yeah that was the first, that was the thing. Uh, first thing Rob saw mine, he said, Hey, can I buy that from you? You know, I want to produce that. And uh, so we worked on that and he said, I want to do a bust. and. So I did the buzz. It kind of went from there. Let's go through some of these. So, yeah, which one? Like, out of the ones you sent, which ones are you like most proud of? Which, like, I'm, I know you're proud of all. Like, but one that had like a special, like it was hard to do, or something that came really easy. In terms of sculpture, something that you know stands oh. out to you. I'm trying to remember what I sent you. Um. <laughs> well, so we're looking at. Um, uh Westworld Brenner. Yeah, Westworld. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I had started on that years ago. And uh I put it away for quite a while. Uh it was like uh someone else put out another Westworld, like right while I was working on that. And I thought, and I just started, you know, I wasn't very far along with it, so I thought, eh, maybe I'll just buy it, you know. And then uh I never did. As time went on, I thought, yeah, I'm just going to finish it up. Why not? I'll, I'll, I'll have more fun doing my own than I would just building one. So uh, that was just kind of for myself. Um, it, it, do you have a lot of these that you've never shown anyone? Like just laying around the house? Yeah, I got a few. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. So we have the uh, Sean Connery. Uh, yeah, Outland. Uh, yeah, Rob wanted to do Outland. And uh, I was like all for it because I remember that movie and it's great. I'd do anything with Sean Connery in it. You know? I recently watched one of those Celebrity Jeopardy things on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Oh, that that guy that did Connery. Um, <laughs> and, and just the one was uh, Japan, U.S. Relations. And he, uh, he said, oh, yeah, I'll take Japanese relations because <laughs> it was, you know, K-A-P-A-N-U-S relations. And I was like, I was dying, man. Just right, dying. right. Yeah. Japanese uh, relations. So the uh, Gary Cooper, the high, I love High Noon. Who did? Yeah. I've mm-hmm. never seen this before. For so I don't know where I've been. Has I it not been you guys? This is recent. Is I it? think this is recent. Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. I just posted that a couple months ago. Mm. I didn't see it. I love that. that oh, thanks, thanks. I, that, that's uh, been one of my things for years. I've had that image in my mind. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much the only image you can do of uh, High Noon, you know, because it's so famous that Such walk down the street. Boat. Well, that movie you've seen. I have seen High Noon. Oh, yeah. I love wow. my Western. Well, the only oh, bad part about that, it was like the whole time I'm working, I, I got that theme song running through my head. I can't get <laughs> text Ritter out of my head. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Scott's got a man crush on this. So 
What's your that? Captain, your Captain Kirk. Oh, it's Shatner. How do you yeah, not? You know, I, oh, I don't think you've ever. <laughs> Shatner and I made eye contact. Yeah. Tell okay. Him so tell him the really. story. Tell him the story. Well, well I've told this story before. Tell, tell but... least, though. So I went to this this one man thing with uh, you know uh, Shatner's world, and we just live in it. Okay, and it was oh, a one man where he talked for like an hour and a half, mm-hmm. and I somehow got a third row ticket. And my wife didn't want to go, but my friend that groomed my dog at the time, she went with me. Mm-hmm. And so we're sitting there, and I'm in the third row. No one had sat in the two seats in front of us. I was just left to center, but right on the aisle. And he came over and was talking, and I'm telling you, he made eye contact. <laughs> so I turned and looked at her, and I, I said to her, I said, I think I have an erection. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's like oh, man shatner man it, it's the oh, shat the shat yeah and it's what? like it, uh, i love the shat what it, i like about these kits is you don't see many from the movies it's more from the tv show that's when, when I, I did it yeah yeah because all, all the uh yeah all, it's just the TV show is one of those things. It seems like it's been done to death. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I like the movies. And this is, I mean, that's, you know, that's where he died. Come on, not five. Dies, right? Please tell me you don't like five. Okay. No. Well, Which well. one was five? Oh, uh, the whales? No. The whales one was actually good. Um, no, no, five was where they went to see God. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Spock's brother and all that, and it's it's uh, yeah, yeah. That's... I will say you shouldn't let Shatner direct anything. <laughs> all right. Wow, Scott, I'm proud of you. Wow. Okay. All right, it's it, you know you can let him try to act, but you cannot let him direct anything. Okay, but that um, the Star Trek thing that was kind of like an in between period when I was. Uh, I was getting my head sculpt. I was doing head sculpts digitally and mm-hmm. having them printed because I'm a cheap bastard and I didn't want to try to have a whole one six scale thing printed in resin because they were screwing me so bad, you know, sending them off and having them printed in resin, you know, it cost a fortune. So I was uh, doing head sculpts digitally and then sculpting the rest traditionally. So, uh, yeah, the every, everything from the neck down is traditional, and then uh, the head sculpts are digital. Oh, cool! Very cool. And you were just doing all these just for you. I mean, you know, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. just yeah, yeah. I want a kid of this. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the ultimate garage kit guy. Like, I'm just making this for me. Screw Make everybody my own. Else. Yeah, yeah, the hell with all uh-huh. you. The hell with right. everyone. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's great. So. When you did start doing some of these for Robin, for other people, um, uh-huh. d- is it hard for you to do things you don't like, or is it has that happened? No, is it a no, no uh, I, actually, well, I'll tell you a story. You'll appreciate this, Jason. <laughs> uh, Paul Gill texts me. He said, "How would you feel about doing a Psycho Gorman bus?" And I'm like. Okay, that's a misprint. Psycho Norman, Norman Bates, right? <laughs> I never heard of it. Uh, you know, and I, I don't do creatures. Okay. I, you know, I, uh, huh, man, what the hell? Yeah. You know, he, he, like, 
sends me the link to the movie and everything. I watch it. It was like, wow. Isn't that okay? Okay. Honest well, opinion. Because Scott, no, okay. Scott, you shut up. Shut up, Scott. Well, no I, influence. I'm asking. I, I'm asking. Did you like a the movie? movie? I did. I, I, I hate to admit that I did. I mean, it's like you can't not like it. Uh, exactly. Almost. And it gets better every time you watch it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cut my wrist. It, it, right it, Scott, Scott I, I know, has never seen it and probably never no, will. No, he won't. I'm trying to get him to watch it. But, it, but it's good. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, it was like a cross between Predator and Napoleon Dynamite or something. But, uh, <laughs> So yeah, I uh, I did that, and I I had a blast doing it. Actually, um, I, I find that oh yeah, there I got he is. mine. Oh sweet, I got it. I love it. Oh cool, I love cool. it. And we're I'm gonna we'll talk more about it at the beginning of the show. Well, we did already in terms of editing. Oh, yeah. But dude, you you did you killed it. It's awesome. Oh thanks, I thanks, love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It was a lot of fun, and I, I find, yeah, as long as I'm sculpting, I, I can find fun in just about any any subject matter, you yeah. know? Try doing this for 42 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you always have fun. You always complain, but you're having fun. So that's good to hear. You learn something, too, when you're doing things you usually don't like. Oh, yeah. I've noticed. Now, are, is the Hackman for somebody, or was that for you too, the Gene Hackman? Um, uh, no, uh, Rob actually wanted oh, Rob. to do. Uh, he wanted yeah. to do a Popeye Doyle. Okay. Uh, yeah, him and I will probably be the only ones that ever end up owning one. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, French Connection is one of those things. It's a great movie, but is there really? Uh, is there really a lot of people out there that are dying for that Popeye Doyle kit? And, I um. I, I like the Sean Connery too, the Bond. Um, oh, thanks, thanks. That's one of my favorites. I, I like that one. I'm a big, uh, big Bond fan. Uh, Connery Bond fan. Japanese relations. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about turning that one into a bus too. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be cool as well. That's the beauty of digital printing. That's the di- yeah. yeah well, that that's the beauty. We'll go through some more of these sculpts and we'll talk about that a little bit. Awesome. So we have this serial Batman, 43 Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just something a little different. Challenge on that one was to uh, make it kind of, you know, no, look, look like what it's supposed to be without looking absolutely ridiculous. Because if you ever watch those, or see, you know, his, his ears are always like cocked to the side or whatever, you know, going in different directions. And he... I mean, his power over villains would be, you know, they fall down laughing as soon as they see him. <laughs> well, yeah, but that was kind of the charm of that stuff, too. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, like the Superman, he'd bust through a wall and he'd be <laughs> all full of drywall powder or whatever. Right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was like, you know, he wasn't like perfect once he came through, you know, and it was. Right. Oh, sure, sure. That was the joy of it. And before we go further, we should mention that. You also sculpted that Superman for Charlie Robson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, I've got one of those, and uh, that's awesome, man. That that thing is awesome. Yeah, it was pretty. Oh, thanks. But so I, we have these, uh, what else we got here? We got... Um, Sling Blade. 
Sling Blade. We got the Jaws. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that um, that's what I'm working on now is the Sling Blade. Uh, that like, but see, I like this because that's again an obscure character. Uh, no one yeah. would ever expect a kid of. And if you're doing it digitally, you know, you can't. It's not going to cost you silicone. It's not going to like. And so, if it's four people that right. want it. The four people can end up getting if you wanted to sell yeah, it. That exactly. way. Yeah, right, right. But man, it's I that looks and that looks dead on. <laughs> it looks just like oh, no, thanks, thanks. <laughs> yeah, so does the um jaw. What's his name? The actor Roy Scheider. Or... Roy Scheider yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, thanks. That that's awesome. And then on our next slide here, we got um the Richard Dreyfus man. It's like wow, that's really nice. Oh, thanks. And I think Rob's got those too, doesn't he? Yeah, those are Rob's. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, he also wants well, someday. To do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The big Galuna will come out before these two. Uh, I'd uh, like to see money on that. Actually. So the the good, bad, and the ugly. I want to ask <laughs> yeah. about that. So is that like a relief plaque type yeah. thing? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it's kind of like the shark mouth uh, thing with the three characters from Jaws. Uh, mm-hmm. I did for Rob. So Man. that's cool too. Very oh yeah, then we got the Quint bust I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. And uh two pictures that we have shown before the Errol Flynn Robin Hood, which you have talked about. Jason, you right. ever seen uh the Errol Flynn Robin Hood? I have. I when I was a kid, I've seen it. How when about Jaws? I forgot to ask. I watch you like Jaws. four times a year. <laughs> What's that? I watch it about four times a year. In fact, really? I just watched it like night before last. It was on TCO. I watched it again. <laughs> can, you can never see it. It's like the Godfather. You can never see it enough. There you okay. Go. I have a, I have a, I have something to admit. What's that? I've never seen the Godfather. What? Oh God. I've never seen the Godfather. <laughs> I wish I could turn you off this podcast wow. right now. Okay. Wow. So you've got the Godfather, which is like I think I've seen I've seen parts I mean, of I, it, but I've never seen the whole thing from beginning to end. Well, I will say this: I probably until recently, I saw it when I was younger, beginning to end, and then I always saw bits and pieces, like you say, you'd catch part of it. Um, yeah. but recently the wife had never seen it, and we watched it, and watched it beginning then and i realized oh yeah i've probably seen this a dozen times now because i've seen all these parts yeah, yeah and we watched godfather and then godfather part two of the following weekend and both movies are really great um yeah i, I, watched, I have uh, movie shame myself have you ever watched the saga that uh he re-edited and put it in chronological order I have it. I heard that was only available like on AMC or something. Uh, no, no, they, they played it on TV a bunch of times, but uh, and it's cool because he went in and he put in a lot of scenes that were deleted that weren't were never mm-hmm. at the theater. So if you I were going to watch it, would you watch either. it that way or watch it the original way? Either way is great. All right. <laughs> what do you I'm think of three? Godfather. I, I haven't watched three yet. Did you like three or was three a little bit? Uh, you, know, you know, it's not a bad movie, but compared to the first two, it just not, it doesn't live up. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and I noticed by then you had the screaming Al Pacino. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, had, uh, what, what happened there? There, there? there was some point in there where you just completely 
went 180. Uh, yeah, he just <laughs> just started to burn this place to the ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the Godfather. He's so cool and collected. He's like, don't ever oh, yeah. go against the family again. <laughs> and, you know, he's just so calm and and right, right, yeah. Hoo-ha. Yeah, but then he went into Scent of a Woman. Oh my God! Which I yeah. love that movie too. But um, I do, yeah, I do. Uh, that that the last scene in the um, at the college. You know, oh yeah. I, yeah, I could watch that over and over again. You ever see that movie, Jason? <laughs> yes or no, Jason? Okay, all right. I, I know the movie. I remember it being nominated or something, and I remember everyone going ooh ah or whatever, and I was like, eh, I don't need to see that. Ooh ah. Which he really kind of I've seen does, Serpico. God, I haven't now seen Serpico. It's been a long time. <laughs> so, and then we got Rollerball, which I've never seen either. But seen James Scott was in The Godfather. Okay. I know that, though. I knew he was in there. Man, I feel bad. I it's feel dirty. kind of like that alternative universe episode, Wayne, because he's, he, you're always shaming him for the movies he has made. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know how Scott feels. Actually, he doesn't care. I'll never watch those movies. I'll watch. <laughs> sure you will. I will. Homework. I'll watch it this week. Oh, yeah. Then you, you want to watch part two. But I like Rollerball. Rollerball is a great movie. Yeah, anyway. yeah. My favorite like James Conn like character, though, is from yeah. <laughs> probably neither of you have seen it, uh, is Bottle Rocket. Has it, either of you seen Bottle Rocket? No. No. <laughs> no. This is for Rob. It's a Wes Anderson movie. It's his first movie, and Rob and I always argue about Wes Anderson, <laughs> and yeah. James Conn is in there, and it's a great yeah. role. That's all I was say. Have you seen any other Errol Flynn movies other than Robin Hood? Me? Yeah. No. I know Lace has. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. I've seen them all. <laughs> Captain Blood, Seahawks, nothing like that since mm-hmm. none of that. No. No. And w- what I will say, Lace and I were on the phone the other night for a couple hours bullshit. I'm sorry, Lace. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm the talent pal. Don't I got this interview lined up? What did you do for this interview? Nothing. Okay. And we were talking um how cool it would be to have that remember that two figure kid I talked about that the yeah, uh, yeah. the basil rathbone and him fighting on the stairs, sword fighting on the stairs. I was like, yeah, now that'd be cool. So uh, don't do it because he'll say he thought of it and you owe him money, like he says to everyone else. No, I always say to work. Okay, you have Worthling on here and ask him if that <laughs> wasn't my idea. <laughs> it might have been, but then you don't have to yell at them forever that they stole you, they owe you money. <laughs> I didn't say they owed me money. I mean, a free one would have been nice, yeah. but I mean, yeah, you know, <laughs> sends me one to give away. But Jesus Christ! All right, Matt, we'll get it. We're done. All right, Lace. What else? Yes. Like what? If you like could do anything right now, what do you want to work on? What's your dream project? Something you like have in the works, sculpture wise, kit that you've always seen. Not Basil Rathbone fighting anyone. Actually, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Robin Hood was kind of like the one that I, I had always wanted to do, and uh, you know, Rob, Rob and I had talked about, it, and then he finally said, "Hey, why don't you just do that?" And I'm like, "Yes, yes." So. Uh, <laughs> I, I do. I, I mean, I'm going to eventually do the uh, Basil Rathbone, Errol Flynn sword fight thing. Uh, uh, hmm. I've got a, I've got a few in mind, but I'm not you don't exactly have to sure. say if you don't want to. I, I get it. 
Uh, well, that's okay because good. now that you've been I, a model I, club, you may get more producers contacting you. I, I, and you yeah, may hate yeah. us. You know, this I, could turn no, into a No, no, actually, I'm always up to talk to anybody. I, uh, I do have kind of a vision of Peter O'Toole in the desert. Uh, I don't know how much interest there will be in that, but... but you know, I, all right, let's talk about just as a, in a terms of... No, hold on, stop. What is on your finger? This is a... <laughs> I was playing with it. It's a splatter tip I printed for my earbuds. <laughs> okay, so you're. It's like, what are you doing? It's my... okay. Sorry, ladies. I just sorry. He freaks out and plays with his beard. And... <laughs> no, I always have to have my hands doing something. It's you know. Um, but that's the good thing about digital sculpting. Again, is if you mm-hmm. want to do that, you can do that, and then it could sit there on your drive. And if someone oh, yeah. say, "Hey, I got this," would you like like? But mm-hmm. I, there's someone that would like that. I think oh, quite a bit. Where do you see the digital sculpting in the garage kit world? Cause you know, we like to have this conversation with various people. Um, I mean, are, do you see it more taking over more people out there that do it? Um, uh, honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't want to piss anybody off, but yeah, it's going to take over. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 there's, I mean, well, no, and I don't think it's going to a hundred percent take over. I think there will still be the no, traditional no, guys. Still be craftsmen. I mean, people still ride horses, you know. But yeah. uh, everybody's got a car. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Well, I mean, and, to, to, to yeah. me, it, it's a tool, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, I still, I'll, I'll three D print something that I did digitally, and I'll say. I don't look right. Nope. Break out the magic sculpt and you know, tools and tweak it. And uh, I think there's room for both, mm-hmm. but it isn't going to go away. No, no, no. I don't think yeah, so. yeah. Well, plus the fact that I can take a lot more chances than if I was just sculpting traditionally, like. I can get something to where I like it. And then, well, what if he had a completely different expression on his face? Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> and I, I can do that. And if I don't like it, then I haven't destroyed anything, you know, right. or I, I didn't have to like take the time to make a cast of that, you know, and set that aside. Oh, I'm sorry. Potential spam. Should we have some fun on the air? What? Hello? We think we should do here. Are you registered to come to my house and have a date? Okay, <laughs> hang up. Okay. All right. Before All right. this goes right. really sideways. So I agree with you. It, it does. It makes things safer and, and it frees you up because otherwise you would have to start a, a whole new face again. Right. Or, or, yeah. or like you said, too, you can make the James Bond into a bust. Okay? Right. Yeah. yeah. And I told I told Rob this. So if he does it. My idea. Make the Robin Hood into a bust. OK. Oh, sure. yeah. um, you, you know, I mean, there's any of those that you've done there, the shootist, the, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You can make them into busts, and 
Now, again, there's people out there. I don't like bus. I don't like bus. And there's people out there that love bus. They're easy paint. They're, right, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're, they're day or two projects to paint. You know, you're not, they take up not a lot of shelf space. So it's, you know, I see it going there. And I, I see that there's, um, I see a mixture too, where, um, you know, we'll talk about the piece you're doing with Paul's in a second here, but like the Dr. Fives and the, uh, the base on the Sean Connery bust. And it's just, and even the base, like on the, on the rollerball, mm-hmm. I, I see where bases could get incorporated into traditional sculpts as well, because yeah. you can do so much digitally that you can't do and cast, um, you know, chain right. and stuff like that, you know, that it's just easier to, to do that way. So, um, you know, I, I see it mixing, but it, it's, I also, you know, I see that there's, you know, there's, there's some resistance to the technology, but I, I think it's coming. Yeah. It's yeah. Coming. So I touched on it. Let's talk about this project you have going with Mr. Gill and uh, what well, brought that on? That kind of came as a big surprise to me. Just, uh, I always loved uh, the ghost of Mr. Chicken. Uh, I remember I saw it when I was a kid, and then uh, Jason, I seen it. Okay, all right. Wow. Okay. Uh, It was on Svengooly not too long ago. Yeah, it was. You're yeah, you're right. Actually, you're right. It was. Yep. But uh, it was like a year or two ago. They uh, I hadn't seen it in years, and they played it on one of the cable channels, and. uh, Wow, this is still funny. I mean, it's <laughs> hilarious. And I saw I saw it mentioned on uh, some of the classic horror boards. And like, yeah, any anytime somebody would mention that movie, uh, people would jump in and they all had their favorite lines and stuff. And it seemed like it uh, still had a big fan base. And I, that'd be a fun kit to do. Don Knotts, his face begs to be sculpted. You know, and, you don't uh, see a lot of Don Knotts. Like, has there been a lot? If you think back, it's one. Ed Balkley did that. Yeah. Uh, Barney Fife, yeah. yeah. Barney uh-huh. Fife, and it wasn't, you know, it was very early 90s. You know, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I, I, I thought it'd be fun kind of do with the uh, the old house base. And uh, that'd just be a neat project. But uh, I posted it online, and, uh, uh, you know, there are a certain number of guys, certain age, that are going to like this, you know, and think, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I just, I, uh, I was really surprised at what a reaction it got of, uh, I was saying, I want it, you know, uh, I, I want that kid. The first few, uh, yeah, I can 3d print a few and it just got more and more. And I thought, no, I can't print that many. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so people started, I said, yeah, yeah, I'm going to see about getting it produced. I it was it's never been my desire to be a kit producer. Well, now you're there. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm a sculptor. That's all I really ever wanted to be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Flew too close to the sun, my friend. <laughs> yeah, you so, felt the heat. Uh, and just yeah. Yeah, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, so then you know, I, I, yeah, saying okay, yeah, yeah, we'll see if we can get it produced, and then I started panicking until. I uh, contacted Paul and I figured he's going to tell me to go to hell because he's so damn busy, you know. 
And he said, yeah, I'm in. Let's do it. And that's when I knew everything was going to be okay. The, cool. you, know, you know, as long as uh, he's behind it, I know it'll get done and it'll get done right. Mm-hmm. So um, that's where we are right now. I just started the uh, page, get people uh, that are interested all in one place, get the list going. And uh, Paul and I are working out. He's got a few little very minor tweaks he wants to see done just for ease of casting. Okay. So I'm going to get some fresh uh, 3D prints out to him here pretty soon. And cool. So it's a Facebook group. Do you know the name of the exact group to, to give out to people? Yeah, it's uh, the Mr. Chicken Model Kit Project. Okay. And we're going to link to it below in the uh, comment, above the comment section. We'll put it in there oh, and make sure people good. can get to it. Uh, it's a great kit. And I wish you all the luck oh, with it. It's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it, um, like I said, it was never my plan to be a producer. So this might be a one and done thing or you know, if it goes smooth, hey, might be the first of many. You never right, know. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think you should keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's give you the opportunity. And I know you told me, but I'll let you tell Jason. There was a please stop. Oh, you no, got to please yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. I love these. Let's, yeah, let's do it. Uh, yeah, your last episode, the please stop. Mine was stop with the superhero pinheads. These guys with massive muscle, Captain America, Superman, and they've got the head the size of a pea. You know, I, it's like a one-eighth scale head on a one-sixth scale body. And you can almost see the creative process. It's like, you know, they do a figure in proportion and everything. They make the muscles a little bigger and a little bigger. And, a little, and they forget about the head. So I, we could, that, uh, I could pull down my coat of Bukaya Batman, unfortunately. It's a beautiful sculpt. And that was the first thing I've always said about it is the head's too small. Yeah. It happens a lot. It and it's a beautiful a sculpt. Otherwise, it's right, a beautiful right. sculpt. Um but it's like, I've always said that the head's too small. So, but I think some of that comes from inexperience of a lot of the digital sculptors being not going to art school or not actually picking up a book and learn like, mm-hmm. cause what is it? Seven and a half heads tall, right? To a figure. It's some, if you measure your head, you could fit seven and a half. That's your classical. Right, yeah, right, right. Like mm-hmm. that's how, so even if you're just doing that with your fingers, like, does it fit? And like you're by, and I always tell my kids at school when I'm teaching, when I'm doing sort of like a rough anatomy lesson, your shoulders are three heads wide. Your fingertips mm-hmm. go to the middle of your thigh. The middle of your eye lines up with the corner of your mouth. The corners of your nose line up with the corner of your eye. Like stuff that people don't know. And then when you actually, or like the corners of your eyes line up with where your ears come out of your head. The top yeah, of your yeah. ears line up with your eyebrows. Like stuff then you're that, Lori like, Lightfoot. Yeah, you're Lori Lightfoot. Then you're well Chicago. hung. Then you got a giant. He yeah. doesn't. Mace doesn't know what we're dealing with up here. <laughs> look that up. Yeah, look that up. Oh, man. But so I think the, the head thing's a huge thing. They do that a lot on Superhero. So yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That is a yeah. great please stop. I love it. We got to do. Oh, we had another one. <laughs> we got to please stop. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Well, we cool. Well, we'll see you at Wonderfest, sir. This is awesome. I'll be there. Yes, look forward to seeing you guys. And uh, uh, I told him if he wanted to print a few things and throw them on our table just so people could see it for sure absolutely yeah 
Sure. Love to do that. Yeah, I plan on it being a garage sale table. <laughs> I'm just gonna just bring it up. <laughs> It'd be like here. So well, cool. Thanks for joining us, man. This has been great. Yeah, uh, hey, email hey, or hey. anything that people can do you want to give out for people that get a hold of you? Find you on Facebook. What's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, just find, yeah, just find me on Facebook. Uh, cool. yeah. I'll link to that as well so people can find you easily. Yeah, there's not a hell of a lot of lace leaves out there. So, <laughs> <laughs> like you said, I I had met you so briefly at Wonderfest, you know. Right. And uh, no, he didn't really ask me for my autograph. <laughs> but, you know, he did. He did give us praise for the show and, you know, told me he liked what we were doing and stuff. I know you charged him. I and, know you did. And, you know, it was like a second because, like you say, you were running out the door. Right, uh, right. And then when I talked to you on the phone the other night, you said, yeah, I'm 60. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Because especially you briefly, this guy, and still, I, I, I think you look really young, but it's like, I'm thinking I met some 30-year-old kid. Okay. When he, when but he came up now that you said it on the show, thanks, yeah. Paul. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, I appreciate it. No problem. And and but Paul and I have both said, man, this this is a super nice guy, you know, which is which again is one of the reasons I think too Paul wanted to get involved in this uh ghosted Mr. Chicken too, because he wanted to help you out and Oh yeah, well I really appreciate it too. So um you know, and after all you did sculpt Psycho Gorman. You're gonna get a copy, right? Scott, I'm gonna, I'll, I'm gonna make more. I, I'll tell you what, if I get one, I'm not paying for it, and I'm giving it away. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll buy you one. No I'll offense, buy you okay? I'll buy you a copy. No offense, you know. But I actually uh, have two copies of the soundtrack on vinyl. I don't know if you ever, <laughs> you ever drunk buy stuff. <laughs> yeah, Psycho Gorman bus. So <laughs> I, I don't know Paul's if I. Paul's I don't, gonna be like, dude, I'm trying to sell those. Okay. I do the best. I would have, but. I I got it. Came, the vinyl showed up. The soundtrack showed up in the mail. I'm like, this is awesome. And then two days later, another one showed up. And I don't know if I screwed up and ordered it twice because I don't remember <laughs> doing it, or if something happened <laughs> at this place and they sent me an extra one. But I have two, and I'm he saving that to. other one. I'm not opening it. Well, yeah, you got to keep one mint, yep. right? Mint in box, like Scott. That's what <laughs> he tends to. Uh, he tends to do drunk things, like uh, <laughs> no, so, no, I did. I bought. Never mind. I have bought things twice, more than once. Now that I think about it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's things I wish I would have bought twice. But yeah. uh... anyway, Lace, thanks for joining us. This has been awesome. Hey, hey, Jason, Scott, thanks a lot, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah. For the kind word, it is fun. Yeah, this is great. Thanks for coming on. Right. We'll talk to you later. We're gonna kick Rotundi in the ass to get some of this stuff out. <laughs> okay. All right. So here, a guy I thought I didn't, you know. I thought he was just a sculptor when we first met him and heard of him. I didn't know he had this history of building models. I didn't know he was building these stuff for himself in his basement or like whatever and building customizing and holy cow, what cool stuff he's done. Can't wait to see more of what he does. No, I can't either. A nice guy too. And yeah. uh, I, I love that high noon. Uh, I love the high noon. The Godfather. I just can't believe you've never seen the Godfather. Okay. It's like one of those things that's like it's there. One of what things? And you just know you're supposed to do it and you just don't do it for like it's like homework. That's what you know the homework that you're it's like the class project you've been putting off until the last minute. That's what what it is to me. 
No, consider it like when you go to the bathroom, okay? You know you're supposed to wipe too, okay? And you do, all right? So you need to wipe. You right. need to. Wipe. I will. I that by next episode, I will have watched it. Doubt it. I'm not you. I do things when I say I'm going to do. Thank them. God, <laughs> you are not me. Okay. All right. Thank the good Lord, you are not. Me. When do we do corrections? Right now. I have a correction. Voicemails, emails, and corrections, and the buttons aren't working today. So, go ahead. Correction. Correction. As you all know, I showed my black cat, um, Bella Lugosi bust. And I kind of busted Troy's balls a little bit because it was packed with love. Okay. Well, one of our listeners. (laughs) Oh, here we go. What happened? One of our listeners sent me an email. And said, do you really think it was Troy that packed that? <laughs> and then it dawned on me. Then the light bulb went off. Okay. <laughs> what happened? So, Shanna Worthling had packed that. Oh. Okay. And what happened is Troy had sent them all out. So, they, they Mark cast them and then sent them. And then Troy sent them all out with the box art and all that. So, so Troy doesn't love you. Well, Troy doesn't pack with love, apparently. Oh, okay. And but Troy's willing to take credit for it, or he isn't watching. So I think it's the latter, the two, or maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> maybe a little bit of both. But anyway, uh, our, our our great friend Shannon Worthling, who's unfortunately stuck with Mark, um, <laughs> is uh, the one that packed my kit with love. Yeah, poke your eye out with it. I'm, sh- I'm scratching idea. myself. Yeah, oh, that'll do it. So anyway, um, that's my correction. Excellent. Uh, we have three voicemails this episode, Scott. Uh, I would be putting the voicemail number up here, but it is 708-816-4299. Notice the number in there? I picked that one on purpose. 4299. 96. 816-4299. 708. Area code. All right. So the first voicemail, if I click the, the address, address is <laughs> <laughs> uh, first voicemail. Hey, Jason, Scott, Mark Worthling here, Pestilence Labs. Mark hey, just wanted to uh, leave a message on the, the voicemail, um, mainly Wonderfest related. Just wanted to say how excited I am. Can't wait for Wonderfest. And the fact that we're going to be sharing tables right next to you guys. So that'll be a lot of fun. Poor guy. Um, I'm planning to maybe bring a bell, kind of like from a Long John Silver's, and, you know, have uh, Scott uh, ring the bell every time I sell a War of the Gargantuas kit. So that should be really fun. Um, But, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. Lots of uh, kits coming to the show. Uh, Box art tributes, uh, Hellboy kits, War of the Gargantuas. And uh, even uh, even going to have some Forbidden Zone stuff on the table. So, anyways, yeah. it sounds like all the vendor tables are sold out. So, it should be a kick collector's dream. So, hopefully, everybody's making their plans and booking their rooms. And uh, really looking forward to it. So, anyways, just want to leave a message. Uh, reiterate, I'm pretty excited about it. And I'm sure everybody else is. And uh, looking forward to seeing you guys. See you later. Bye. We are looking forward to seeing Mark too. Uh, there's a cool tidbit of information in there. 
they're going to have Forbidden Zone kits on their table, perhaps? Interesting. Well, if I was to ring the bell... I have a better idea for the bell. I have a better idea for the bell. Mark, ring that bell every time you sell a Fay Ray replacement and making sure Scott's not getting any money from <laughs> just to been ringing my bell ever since just to okay. stick the knife in a little more all right next voicemail is cg blade i think oh cg hey my Jason, buddy it's Hold uh on. cg hey buddy um you want to get boxes any size shape form corrugated non-corrugated stiff hard soft limp whatever um limp all you have to do is go to uline.com, U-L-I-N-E.com, and type in your length, width, height of the boxes you want, and it'll come up with options. Um, I bought, uh, I think, uh, 25 different boxes for Wonderfest for the Red Sonia kit, and I think it cost me about 15 bucks. Excellent. But um, they have all kinds of different options, especially on the thickness and all that other kind of stuff. Plus, they have all the wrapping that goes inside of it if you want that too, as well. Um, like I said, it's uline.com. Hope that helps. Talk to you later. Bye. Cool. That does help. Scott mentioned it before, but I forgot, and I will look it up now. Wake up, Scott. Oh, Thanks, CJ. Hey there. Thanks, you know what? Tell you something, pal. You got a, a catalog? The party. Oh, okay. Because I got Jason a catalog. What do you think you of that? Oh, look at that. You guys are fighting over boxing. All right. And finally, our last voicemail is from Scott's buddy, Brian Clark. All right, let's, let's get something straight. Hello, Scott and Jason. I'm back. Hey, uh, just wondering, you know, how you, your winter went here in Ohio. It was a little rough at times. Um, I did get scared at one point because as I looked out my front window, I saw a no-neck gigantic ball. And at first I thought it was Scott, but it turns out it was just a snowman. But, you know, neither one of them have necks, so it's all good. Um, In all seriousness, though, I'm wondering, uh, and I've spoke got this on on, uh, Facebook a couple times, are you? ever going to show us something that you have painted and i'm not even talking about lately i know you're not going to do it now because you know you're old and retired and all that stuff and you're so busy with a cat (laughs) even a real animal um anyhow a real pet i should say um but i was just wondering if you're ever going to show us anything that you've actually done you know that'd be nice especially to those of us who are newbies or newer to the the hobby and uh jason how you doing there gandalf Huh? You having a good time there? Up what did there I do? Chicago What's he going on me? All right. Hey, you guys be good and uh, talk to you. Wow. Call me Gandalf. He's not the only one. Who calls me Gandalf? Robert Tundy. Oh, that son of a bitch. All right. So, Scott, you going to show him something you painted? Well, I've showed the creature that I painted before. Okay. But. And if I can find the picture, maybe I'll give it to you. But we talk about um, Terminator model in our interview with Lace, Mm -hmm. which was the first kid I ever entered in Wonderfest in 1996. And I do have somewhere the certificate of merit that I won. 
So Excellent. I have entered. Okay. And I have also, I think, uh, okay. So yes, I have painted models. Before. So okay. two of them, two, three, whatever. Okay. I don't think that's the issue we're having here. Okay. That's true. He asked I for just a paint. To, he yes. said, he said, show me something you painted. There you go. Ta-da. So All right. There. So All right. show me something you haven't eaten. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. I bet you he comes up empty-handed. Wow. So, um, okay. All right. So we have an email from Robert Trock. We have some pictures from Robert to go along with this email. Mono Club TV. Who would have thought? So here I am playing catch up. I really like the episode with Jeff, and it may surprise Jason to know that I talked a few years ago with Jeff about the subject of focal points and do pay attention to it. <laughs> it's challenging in dioramas sometimes. But we do try to pull it off. Whether it succeeds or not, that's up to the viewer. He's blaming me for his focal points. I don't know. As far as please stop goes, I am with Scott for less over dieseled, overly stylized superheroes, which reminds me, Lace Lee's Please Stop is a pretty good one, uh, which goes right along with this. I'm tired of that look, and for the past several years, have looked at the purity of Marvel Bowen's C picks. And the recent DC Tweeterhead statues with a fresh eye. It looks like it stepped off the page of the comic. Then that is what I want. Also, please stop with museum style poses for kits. There's enough of statues out there that have already done a bunch of them. And a kit should be an opportunity to create something with more movement and dynamics and not symmetrical stiff poses over and over again. Doesn't mean an occasion, occasional museum pose wouldn't be a welcome departure. Wait a minute. Museum pose wouldn't be welcome, depending on the character's situation uh, and the sculpt itself. But come on already. That goes for some of the Japanese kaiju stuff, too. Last stop. It seems to me that it might now be possible to stop offering well-sculpted busts as busts only. I am not much of a bust guy, and I don't buy many of them. But if there was an option to also buy a full-figure version, there are many kits I would probably would have bought. I see a great sculpt by Jaeger, for instance, but then see it's a bust and move on a little disappointed. Wondering if you guys might consider doing an occasional episode, kind of an AFM style, a special episode dedicated to one genre subject like AFM does. Alien, Universal, Hammer, Sci-Fi, Dioramas, etc. Keep up the good work. Glad I don't have to do it. <laughs> and he puts a bunch of laughing faces. Uh, we did do that classic monsters episode. And I think, yeah, we should do some more of that. Do like a theme episode here and there. But those are some so pretty Robert good steps. Send a couple pictures. The uh, picture with Mary Jane. The Mary Jane was sculpted by our friend Tony Cipriano. There you go. For Bowen. The Dr. Octopus. I don't know. I forgot who sculpted that one. Um, Is he doing sit-ups? I don't know what he's doing. He's definitely posing. But there's his Spider-Man villain gallery. I don't even have all those. I have a lot of them, but I don't have all of them. You don't have all those? No, I don't have all uh -huh. of those. I probably don't even have half of those uh, full-size figures. Um, I like that Kingpin. All right. Yeah. So anyway, um, I'm with Robert, and I've said it a zillion times when it comes to the Bowen stuff. It looks like it came off the pages of the comics, yeah. and that's it. And I also want to go into a please stop real quick, because we just mentioned them, but... Uh, there was somebody in the comments on YouTube that please stop. No more war. The gargantuan kits. So <laughs> take that Mark. Ding. There was some great comments. this episode. I really liked reading some of those. Uh, we have from Kendall Conniff. 
which goes along with our next email uh, from Greg Damian. We were showing some of Greg's collection and his posters. So Kendall sent in some of his pictures, his posters, uh, his Mondo collection or Mondo style movie posters. And he's, I, again, if people don't know the Mondo posters or that kind of style where they redo old mm. movie posters, there's some great stuff available out there. Um, I re- the Frankenstein one and the bride here are really good. This Island Earth, this Godzilla is really good. Like these are great posters. They do such a good job on their stuff. So it's not a bride. It's Metropolis. You moron. Is that bright? Oh, Metropolis. I thought that's a bride. I can't see things that are really small. Uh, uh, the Frankenstein was beautiful. I remember uh, Steve showing yeah. that one way back. And, uh, and then he did do his own frame. Like this frame for that <laughs> Metropolis is amazing. Look at that. For the last Metropolis poster. And he, he oh, talked yeah. about building his own frames. I do that too on some of mine because frames are expensive. If people don't know that. And especially for these, you, you kind of want to get mu- museum glass, which is even more than the frame itself. Um, so that the inks don't get ruined by the uv light so anyway uh greg damian her last uh second to last we have one more uh sent us an email hey guys holy crap you actually discussed our your sojourn to my humble abode cool beans wow i didn't think you would have a, a whole expose on my collection and other stuff too bad scott didn't make it on the trip maybe next time yeah too bad sorry uh you are both welcome anytime to come over and shoot the shit eat pizza and play pinball taking you up on that i totally enjoy yeah and throw boomerangs i totally we have to do that in the summer though i think uh, i totally enjoy showing off all my stuff and i think scott as it seems from his comments would love to pop over for an evening and there is stuff in the closet that both of you may be interested in seeing that sounds like a trap like yeah. <laughs> right up in? your alley yeah it does actually <laughs> closet okay oh wait, no, he goes no the gimp is not in there damn it. i was just gonna say bring yeah. out the gimp <laughs> Uh, maybe there, maybe even watch a movie he hasn't seen. I'll have the gimp time down and a comfy chair and force him to watch all 255 Three Stooges shorts. Scott, if you need anything framed that is moderate size, I will do it for you. Other than the big posters, all my stuff is self-matted and framed. As for the show, I do like these non-guest shows where, where you banter between yourselves and discuss the hobby. Of course, the guests are great, but these shows are fun too, and they don't last as long. I guess that's a compliment. <laughs> We're shorter. Um, I finally saw Psycho Gorman last week, and it was a hoot. Not going to win an Academy Awards, but it's still a fun flick. Maybe you could have a few of those busts at your table for the show. That's it for now. We just got back from Hawaii, and I'm still a. This dick went to Hawaii. Oh, now he's a dick because he oh, went to Hawaii. Man. That's it for now. We just got back from Hawaii, and I'm still on a jet on a jet lag zombie time. Need some sleep. Greg, he told me it was going. That's you. You called the man a dick because he, well, he went, went to, to Hawaii. Hawaii. Like anyone right that doesn't now, doesn't make him a dick. Isn't... Why do you call him a dick? Okay, he's not a dick. He's I'm jealous. The it's guy me. is a nice I'm guy. I'm the dick. I'm the dick. There you go. Speaking of, I was doing that on purpose for segue purposes. Remember my anatomically a correct <laughs> reptilian and amphibian people? Well, Bucky Saint Bucky sent this in, and it was an Instagram post. And it said, I have never understood or played Magic the Gathering, but I have nothing but respect for it after seeing this tittyless snake woman. You could have gone the easy route. You could have given her titties, but you didn't because she's a reptile. Thank you, MTG. Thank you. 
So someone else in the world gets it. That's correct. That is the way you do it. And with that, we are going to end the show. Thank you, everybody, for the 500 subscribers. Thank you for being here. We really appreciate it. Hopefully, we'll get some more. Uh, there's a big gallery coming here at the end with some great new people sent some stuff in. Please check it out. Uh, and Scott, any parting words? No. Uh, okay, we'll leave it at that. No, I'm sitting here looking at this Millicent Patrick thing going, wow. Yeah. That's all. Well done. All right. Till next time, everybody. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Say goodbye, Scott. Goodbye, Scott. Maybe you're going to do that. <laughs>